0: High school football is on the air. HavenFootball.net and the Swarthmorean Weekly Newspaper are pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's game is between your 8-1 Strathaven Panthers and the 2-7 Radnor Raptors.
1: Pulling away is Shuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season. Matt Shuler! He sees the rush coming, and they've got him wrapped up. Down he goes into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks.
0: Tonight's game is sponsored by the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day amf auto clinic taking care of your cars since 1961 located in brookhaven on edgemont avenue the delaware county daily times all high school sports every day if it happens in delaware county it's in the delaware county daily times sandy mcculley at Berkshire hathaway home services and media give her a call when buying or selling your home Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strath Haven Panthers: Brian Carroll, Pete Fulgenetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer.
1: We started the high school football season here shortly before Labor Day in southeastern Pennsylvania, and since that time, we've had nine gorgeous weather Friday nights where teams have had basically no reason to complain about the conditions on fields or anything like that. Some days a little warm, maybe a little chilly uh, last week. But tonight, as a nor'easter rips through southeastern Pennsylvania, there are games being postponed. There are games that are going to be weather-affected, and that includes tonight's game with the Panthers and the Raptors of Radnor right here in front of us at Teamer Field. Hardly anybody's in the stands, let's be honest. It's a brutally windy night. Rain is pouring down already. But you know who doesn't care a bit about that are the 80 football players that just finished their warm-up a few minutes ago. I was down on the field, and the energy is palpable. The Panthers looking to go to 9-1 and one perhaps with a win tonight, perhaps to get a two-seed in the playoffs. If Radner can pull the upset, they, with a little bit of help, believe it or not, can get into the playoffs with a 3-7 and seven record. So both teams ready to rock and roll tonight here on Week 10, and we are thrilled to bring it to you on net and 920WON. Good evening, everybody. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. As always, joined by Mike Mayer, and uh, Mike, we are... Thrilled to be inside uh, in the booth. We were set up uh, or prepared to broadcast from outdoors, uh, but we did find a little bit of room, so thanks to everybody here at Conestoga and at Radnor for uh, making it happen. So yes, there a few because otherwise started.
0: there would have been the end of the broadcasting as we know it because at least I would have caught pneumonia and died <laughs> before playoffs started. So, yeah, it is a miserable, miserable night. It is certainly... Um, proof of the fact that you really don't want to mess with the football weather gods because they really come back with a vengeance. Of course, we had the option. I guess we could have tried to play tomorrow, but apparently the teams wanted to play tonight, as many have done in Delaware County. A few of them have postponed until tomorrow. So we're here because we're crazy. So fortunately, we're inside. We had planned on putting up a canopy and being outside, but Canopies don't hold up real well in 30-knot winds, so we decided we had to be inside, and Conestoga and Radnor were kind enough to go ahead and and make some room for us. And uh, Of course, we're in a press booth with um, the windows open a little bit to let in some air. The view is not spectacular because we're fighting raindrops, and we've got eight people in here, so it's fogging up the windows. This should be a very interesting broadcast. Please excuse us as we tell you two or maybe three times who's running the ball at a particular moment because we can't see the number well enough to tell you for sure. But we will do the best we can. And certainly our stats will be checked against film tonight by Andrew Kaufman and tomorrow morning to make sure that at least at the end of the day, the stats will be as as, as true as they possibly can be.
1: No uh, band here tonight. As I look across the way, the strathhaven faithful are probably running about 15 deep right now. So uh, my guess is we have a lot of listeners tonight uh, live. So thank you for joining us. And thanks again to our sponsors for getting it rolling. Uh, for Radnor, again, it's been uh, a, a tough year in terms of win-loss record. They've had a number of key injuries um, that uh, have certainly affected their depth. And as we talked about uh, in weeks past with a lot of these 5A teams, when you lose one player to injury, You're essentially losing two or three positions in many cases. Uh, The guys that go both ways and and are on special teams units as well. Uh, Strathaven also has had their share of injury, so some guys missing uh, from the lineup tonight. Aiden Williams will be out. He's been your starting left tackle for the last eight weeks uh, until Ben Farabaugh Got healthy, but Big Ben is back in the lineup. Anthony Crawford's still out tonight. Makai Clark is also out for the Panthers, um, so we wish them well and a quick recovery, uh, along with Greg Belleville, who, uh, again, leading tackler from last year. He's been out, uh, well, for the entirety of the season thus far, and a tough way to go with your senior year. But, uh, again, captains ready to meet at midfield momentarily. Not a lot of crowd noise tonight, or or so we (laughs) expect. It looks like there's a couple people sitting right below us in uh – in front of the booth here, so maybe you're going to end up with a a dozen or so fans on on either side. So we will try to keep the chatter going. Uh, Thanks again to uh, Pete Fulginetti who's probably at home listening, but uh, not here in person tonight as well. We will also try to keep you posted as best we can on scores from around District 1 and District 12 as the evening goes on. We're relying heavily on Twitter updates, so if you know something about uh, what's going on elsewhere, please put it out there and we will try to keep you Posted on what the scores are and what the playoff possibilities could be uh, next beginning next Friday. Captain's meeting at midfield for Strathaven. Nick Filios joined by Mason Green, Matt Schuler, and Chase Barlow for uh, the Ra- uh, Raptors. Uh, number 56 two-way lineman Jack Condren, number seven Damian Falcone, I will apologize in advance, I will probably call him Dario, his older brother's name uh, from a few years back, I'll call him that probably a couple times by mistake tonight, Uh, and linebacker tight end C.J. Murphy, and then another player who's injured, another one of the co-captains who is uh, not in uniform tonight but uh, out there shaking hands and Getting ready to go here. So looks like uh, Radner has won the toss and will receive. They will be working into a stiff wind. So uh, for senior quarterback Jude Wallen and an offense that likes to throw the football, Wallen's put it up over thirty times a game. Uh, a couple more than a couple times this year. This is going to be tough, tough sledding for this offense and the Panther defense. I would think, are going to have to key against the run a little bit. I, I,
0: I don't know how you're going to throw the ball tonight. I mean, first of all, you're going to go back and heave it, and you're going to try to get it 10 yards down the field, and it'll fall five.
1: All right, we're going to take a short time out, be back for the tail end of the National Anthem and the opening kickoff. Strath Haven and Radner ready to roll in Week 10 when we come back on HavenFootball.net.
2: You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands?
0: Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: Welcome back at Teamer Field at Conestoga High School. We are here at Conestoga because uh, the Raptors of Radnor, they've been road warriors all season long uh, with uh, plans or or hopes that they would have been on their home field here uh, at some point this season, but then a change in, uh, uh, well, the placement of a water main uh, (laughs) during their construction project on the athletic fields. They got news of that in July and, pretty much found out that they'd need to play elsewhere for most of the season. So they've played home games on the road at opponents' fields. They've played a few times here at Conestoga. And, again, we are thankful to be here. And, uh, you know, Radner, they've, they've battled all the way through. So head, uh, head coach Tom Ryan, proud of his guys here. And, again, with a, sh- a, a win tonight, could squeak into the playoffs with a little bit of help. Strathaven will kick with the wind at their back. So, Charlie Shankweiler has it on a tee and will get some help from a friend here. And we have somebody standing out beyond
0: the stadium to catch it.
1: Connor Eustace will uh, put a finger on it to hold it still for Shankweiler. Standing deep to return, uh, two dangerous returners, including Amir Bird wearing number two and number 22, Tommy Deshan. Bird had a kick return for a touchdown a week ago in the loss to Haverford. So, here we go. Panthers ready to go. Shankweiler. Has his team set up, approaches, and we are underway in Week 9. High, short end-over-end kick's going to come down to one of the up men. Nope, it's going to take a hop and squirt away. Bird will do well to pick it up on a roll and is dropped immediately at the 17-yard line. Good downfield hustle and tackle from senior Brandon Miller. All right, for the Raptors tonight, Jude Wallinger, your quarterback. Running back is Damian Falcone. Three wide receivers most of the time. It'll be Andy, Amir Bird, Sammy Carter, and Tommy Deshan. C.J. Murphy's your tight end. Center is Gabe Douthwaite. Your guards, Jack Condren and Ben Hart. The left tackle, Dominic Lodacina. Right tackle, Keaton Monahan. We'll get to the Panther defense momentarily. First and ten from the 17. Moving left to right in the gun, and the inside give is to Falcone. Straight up the middle, not much doing there. Maybe a yard or so, but into the arms of Ben Faribault right away. Fairball back in there, a defensive tackle. He lines up next to Jason Williams. The ends are Nate Perlman and Mason Green for the Panthers. Rest of the linebacking crew looks like Chase Barlow, Bobby Fauskas, uh, and Austin Connor. Matt Schuler back in the lineup tonight at strong safety. AJ Glavichik and Chase Nangle are your corners. Aiden Sutherland is your free safety. Second down and nine. After Falcone went for one, four wide receivers, two to either side. Wallen takes the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Falcone one more time across the 20 to maybe the 21 for a gain of three. Brings up third down and six.
0: Yeah, this is, I mean, you know, this is not Radner's game. They want to try to throw the ball and they're thrown into a stiff win and they haven't tried that yet. But now with, uh, what do we got? Second and eight. So
3: third, third and th- i I'm sorry, third and
0: six. So third and second seven. and eight, I was living Some- in the past. Um, so we'll see what, uh, what they try to do here.
1: Four wide receivers. Murphy split to the near side. Carter to the far side. Slot to either side as well. Falcone on the right hip of Wallen. Third down and almost seven. Back to pass. Looking. Has some time. Steps up. Fires near the hash mark. It's uh, incomplete. Short-hopped Murphy out at the 28-yard line. Chase Barlow in coverage and the punt team comes on. So three and out for Radner to start things and
0: and and they tried-
1: stands to get pretty good field position. This is going to be an adventure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, and they tried
0: to throw that just as the wind picked up.
1: Punting into the wind here, and Chase Nangle and Matt Schuler with their heels at the midfield stripe here await. I All would right. stay
0: away from it, just let it bounce. Yeah,
1: fourth and seven. All right, here's the snap. The kick is a nice one. Line drive, it's going to be Schuler who has a catch and a little bit of room. Dances up the left hash mark momentarily and picks up maybe five on the return. But nice tackle right there by Condren uh, for Radner. And very good field position to start things for the Panthers' wing T offense that averages almost 350 yards a game on the ground. So this is their kind of football. They'll start it at the 42 with Sam Milligan at quarterback. Schuler, Fuskas, and Barlow in the backfield. Tight ends, Mason Green. And Nate Perlman will get to the line after this play. On first and 10 from the 42, it's a sweep to Schuler. Lots of room off the right side. 40, 35, pulling away at the 30, down the far sideline and shoved out of bounds. But he's going to pick up the 20-yard line gain of 22 for Shuler on his first toad of the night.
0: And that was a great fake. Now, granted, I got a bunch of rain, in, not rain, but water on the glass. It's tough for me to see. But, but boy, I, I had no idea where that ball was. They had handed that off, and apparently neither did any of the Radnor players.
1: Jack Beck is your center. Nick Filios and Ethan Barrar are the guards. Bookend tackles tonight, Ben Farabaugh. And Jake Millett from the 20. First and 10. Panthers moving right to left. It's Schuler one more time off the right side. He'll lean inside and then pick up maybe the 16. So a gain of four more for Matt Schuler, who found the end zone three times last week. Radner defense tonight includes Dominic Laudicina at the nose guard. Uh, Anton Skvortsov and Jack Condren are your down tackles. Outside backers, Matt Brown and C.J. Murphy. Ben Hart and Damian Falcone are your inside backers. Corners, Amir Bird and Mason Brown. Strong safety is Sammy Carter, and Rocco DiCiano is your free safety. Second down and six. From the right hash, Milligan gives to Schuler one more time. So they'll hit him three times in a row with Matt Schuler, and they're waiting for him after a gain of just two this time. Brings up third down and four, and... I Have to think it's four down territory yeah. from here. Uh, I, any kind of long snapping is going to be tricky tonight. Yeah, long
0: snapping, and and I'm not too sure I would, you know, even attempt a field goal only because that wall, wind's going to take that ball and it'll push it in the right direction. But but relative to that end of the goalpost, but right or left is another question.
1: Panthers looking for more than three here. Third down and four from the 14. Give is Defuscas for the first time. Full back dive, and he's going to be shy of the first down. I think yep. he's going to be a yard short here. So Fuskus has done well in the absence of Anthony Crawford since Crawford's injury in the Springfield game a few weeks back. Brings up fourth and a yard from the 11. Nice work by the Radnor defense, holding up in the middle of the field right there. Yep, definitely making the Panthers work for this. Fourth and one, again with two tight ends, Milligan and a wing tee behind him. Big play on fourth down. Milligan has the ball uh, loose fumble. and fumble. It looks like they're going to be short of the first down regardless of the recovery. And Radner's on top of it anyway. Panthers with just their second fumble of the season. And it's Carter on top of it. Nice work there by Sammy Carter. and. Panthers have the drive stalled and could not take advantage of excellent field position right there. And one of the things I was going to point
0: out uh, was, you know, Haven has not had a play in any kind of inclement weather. And, we'll, and they've played very clean football with very few mistakes and no fumble or one fumble. But now we'll see what it's like to be handling a wet ball, which is not easy
1: and so, cold. Fumbled snap leads to Radnor football here. First and 10, but they are backed up at their own 12-yard line. Halftime at Haverford, they're up 26-0. Thanks to Andrew Kaufman. We'll get into that a little bit later on, what that means for Haverford and others. Trips right, single receiver to the left for Jude Wallen and the Raptor offense. On first down, from his 12-yard line, takes the shotgun snap, hands it to Falcone, who's got not much room there. Nice work there by Jason Williams to meet him. At about the 14, so just two more for Falcone
0: brings up second down and eight. And just to give all our audience at home a little feel for this, the rain is now falling sideways.
1: Yeah, this is is quite a scene. We were talking before the game that the wind at moments felt like... uh, Coatesville, two thousand three. The district. How about Sun Valley? How long ago was that? That was a tornado. Oh, the tornado! Opening opening day of 06. But we'll talk more about those crazy games later. Second down and eighteen here, or second down and eight rather, from the fourteen. Gives Falcone one more time, right up the middle again, and the Panthers stack him up after a short gain. They'll give him maybe the sixteen. Ball came out late, but gain of maybe two more for Falcone, who's been busy. Four carries, eight yards for the senior, who's been a monster at linebacker this year. He's had double-digit tackles in almost every game they've played, but uh, needs to probably carry it a little more than he's used to tonight as well. Third down and seven from the 16. Got a wing to the left. Two receivers to the right for Jude Wallen in the offense. On third and seven, will give it one more time. This is Falcone stretching it out to the right side. Has a little more room this time. Ball came out. Scramble for it. And I think Falcone recovers his own fumble. He's maybe near first down yardage. We'll see. Had the first down initially. Fumbled, but still picks it up. Nice work there by Falcone. Called a gain of eight. And, and that'll be the first, first down of the evening for Radner. And you might
0: have heard the cheer from the Radner fans, 12 of them.
1: Yep. That's... <laughs> uh,
0: they're right in front of us.
1: Yep, slim slim pickings. They at least have a, a little bit of cover here yep. propped up against the uh, bottom of the press box here. Not so much luck for the Haven fans on the opposite side. All right, first and ten from the 23. This is Falcone, and they're going to meet him in the backfield this time. Mason Green and Nate Perlman rip him down at the 21-yard line. Nice work there by a bunch of Panthers. Update from Garnet
4: Valley, they lead 7-0 after a Laura Marion 3-and-out.
1: Okay, Garnet Valley with a chance to have a one seed with some help tonight. Uh, They're going to need that Haverford score to hold up and a few other things to happen. North Penn nipping at their heels for the one seed in 6A. Second down and 12 after Green and Jason Williams get the tackle for loss on the last play. All right, here's Falcone one more time off the right side. Barlow gets off his block and drops him at the 26, so a gain of five. It'll bring up third down and long. Riders finding a
0: little bit of running room on the edges. Not much up the gut, but on the edges they're getting a little bit of room because that was that first down as well, so maybe that's a plan.
1: They've run eight plays. Seven of them have been handed to number seven. Falcone has them set up third down and seven from their own 26. Clock ticks, 5.30 and counting to play here as Carter jogs in the play. Carter with a fumble recovery on fourth a fourth down fumbled snap is what got the Raptors out of big trouble there as the Panthers were knocking on the door. But now on third and seven, here's Wallen in the gun. Three wide receivers and a wing to the right. Back to pass. Looking, he fires over the middle. He's got Murphy. Uh, Makes the grab at short of the 30-yard line, but sheds a tackle or two. He's going to be a couple yards shy. Panthers finally wrestle him down. That's Ethan Barrar coming back off the pass rush to make the stop at the 31, and now decision time. From oh. the 31, you're looking at fourth down and two as Wallen hits Murphy for about four I was going to say,
0: you've got to kick it. I mean, you can't give the ball to the, the Panthers at the, at the 32.
1: All right. Well, they agree, <laughs> they being the uh, Radnor coaching yeah. staff. So Ryan Van Duzen on for his second punt attempt. He stands at his 20, ready to kick it to Schuler and Chase Nangle who awaited their 45. This will be Van Dusen into the wind. Punt snap, wobbly, but he fields it and lets it go. Low line drive kick. It's going to bounce sideways. Schuler says, get away. And they all do. Rolls dead right at the Panther 44-yard line. So, again, very good field position here for the Panthers with 418 to play here in the opening quarter. And another crack at it here after the first drive stalled down at the 11-yard line. So coming into tonight, you know, Strathaven offense in the red zone uh, has been outstanding. You know, 29 out of 32 in the red zone coming in. So one of the very few mistakes we've seen this year from deep in the opponent's territory. Fuscus is your fullback with Schuler alongside of him. Wing to the right is Barlow. Now he shifts to the backfield. On first down, and this is Milligan who's going to roll to his right. Has a couple of receivers out there, but he's going to keep it and turn the corner at the 45. Midfield stripe still on his feet. Cuts back to his left and is undercut at the 39-yard line. Sam Milligan mm. rips off 17 and a first down. Stop by number four, Rocky DiCiano. Yep, Rocco DiCiano on the stop there. Milligan comes in. Oh, they're going to mark it back at the 46. They say he stepped out of bounds maybe. Okay. Okay. Milligan, I mean Riner read it. They
0: saw him going. Should that even
1: be a first down? Well, uh, they're giving him yeah. ten. Yeah, they're gonna give him yeah. ten. That's ten. Okay. Milligan comes in averaging seven and a half yards of carry. He's under center here with two tight ends and a wing T. Gives to Fuskas quick trap. Right up the middle he goes. Cuts out to his right. 35 30, down the far sideline, and Bobby Fuskas banged out of bounds. And now near the twenty five. That's the fifteen. That is the fifteen. Thank you. Thank you. This given part thir- of the field given is... Given 31. Yes. I have uh, obstructed view tickets here yeah. tonight uh, <laughs> with uh, the, where I'm standing in the booth. But nice work there. Gain of 31 for Fuskas, who has been the leading rusher for the Panthers each of the last two weeks. Yeah, I was just going
0: to... Well, let me, I'll, I'll say my comment after this play. Go ahead.
1: First and 10 at the 15. Under center is Milligan, again with two tight ends. It's uh, Barlow for the first time. Cuts back to his right, and Barlow explodes into the secondary and into the end zone for the 16th time this season. Well, can't sleep on the other guy in the backfield. That's the first touch of the night, and Chase Barlow's done that several times this year, scoring on his first carry, and he's done it again here in Week 10. Panthers 6, Radner nothing, extra point pending. That was beautifully, beautifully blocked, and Barlow, again, good balance, good vision, and... One quick cut to his right, and off to paidard he goes. All right, here's the adventure. Ball spotted, kick is away, and Shankweiler makes it look easy. Had the wind at his back, and tacks it. Tacks on another point there for the Panthers. All right, we're going to take a short timeout. Fast moving first quarter, seven nothing Strath Haven, three nineteen to play here in the opening quarter. See what Radner can do when we come back. from Haven football.
0: The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the LA Clippers and you're listening to high school football on havenfootball.net.
1: Panthers take advantage of a relatively short field 56 yard scoring drive capped by Chase Barlow's 16 yard run 319 to play here in the opening quarter and Try to get you some score updates from elsewhere, including a big game in the pack tonight, uh, the pack championship, Pope John Paul against Perk Valley. I know my brother-in-law up in Collegeville is listening to that one, but he's got havenfootball.net on as well. So he's, uh, he's enjoying some football tonight and hope it's uh, entertaining. All right, here we go. Shankweiler high short kicks going to come down. One of the up men at the 29 yard line, one step to the outside and Brandon Miller there to meet him again. So two kickoffs, two special team stops for Brandon Miller. We've, Seen that a lot this year. He's been terrific on the special teams side of things and pretty good spot here for Radner. This is maybe their best field position to start, and they'll say he stepped out of bounds at the, well. 32, 31. They're still going backwards. Back to the 31, okay. All right, so Radner, tough sledding so far with just 24 yards of offense, their first two possessions. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Jude Wallen in the gun. Tight end to his left as well. Gives to Falcone, dives up to the 35, and not much else there. Panthers collapse pretty quickly. Good forward, game, though. Yeah, four progress will give him the 36, so call it second down and five. Eight carries for 24 yards unofficially for the 5'10, 205 pound senior. Referees doing a nice job here. They're just uh, holding the the football on their hip until the they break the huddle rather than have it sitting on the wet turf. Second down and five from the 36 for Radner. Two receivers to the right and oh. Somebody flinched. All right, this is going backwards here for Radner. As a false start, we'll put it back to the original line of scrimmage at the 31. Second down and 10 upcoming. First All this water, he's probably got swimmer's here. Yeah. didn't hear the call. <laughs> First flag of the night here. And uh, a couple other. Just looking around here, it looks like Panther's. Having a little trouble with uh, an injury here. We'll have to keep an eye on that. On the near sideline, Chase Nangle seems a little gimpy at the moment. Mm. All right, second down and 10 from the 31. Three wide receivers now to the left, one to the right. Wallen again in the gun. He's one for two thrown it, and he's looking for more here. On second and 10, looks double clutches. Now he's from behind, it. down he goes. Nate Perlman, second week in a row, he'll put a check mark in the sack column. <laughs> Loss of four on the play, and Big Nate picks up another stop for a loss. Third and 14 upcoming. Excellent coverage that time. Wallen yep. had to, was ready to let it go. They had to pull it back down, and not much else going on there for him. Boy, you've got to be awful sure of yourself to throw in this kind of weather. All right. Nangle checks out. Austin Conner checks in at outside, uh, on the outside at corner. He's opposite Glavichick. Timeout. And timeout Radner with 1.35 to play here in the opening quarter. We'll take a short timeout with him. Thanks again to our terrific sponsors. Glad you've helped us stay on through Week 10 and hopefully a whole lot more in the weeks ahead
3: on HavenFootball.net.
5: Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641.
6: This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: So a sack for Nate Perlman has set up Radner here, third down and 14. Andrew Kaufman has an update. A couple of quick updates.
4: Springfield leads Pencrest to nothing and Garnet Valley kicked a
1: 39-yard field goal. Wow. And
4: this mess?
0: Wow.
1: That's uh liberatory. He's got a He's uh, got a foot. Or, yeah, he does. All right, here we go. Third and 14 from the 27. Wallen back. Has time. Fires out to the right side. He's got Murphy in and out of his hands. He was open. He was gonna be shy of the first down. But uh, that's that's just a wet football that yep. snuck through there. Incomplete it falls and Fourth and long for radner and and it's very tough for us to tell whether it's a decent spiral, whether it's off a little bit and yeah that's, wet football it's you know tough to throw, tough to catch so Wallen one for three throwing it now, and Radner again with just twenty nine actually twenty uh, 24. five yard twenty four twenty five yards of offense with one thirty to go here in the opening quarter. All right, here we go. Van Duzen has one off the side of his foot here in the punt, and it's going to angle out of bounds on this near sideline, and the officials are going to walk it up to about the 40. So 13 on the punt, no return, and the Panthers, again, taking full advantage right now of this wind at their back. Yep. So, you know, in another 83 seconds, we're going to see if that makes any kind of difference right. here uh, when they switch sides at the end of the quarter. Yep.
0: All right, And, and with the score being only 7-0 for Panthers, that certainly leaves some room for Radner to come back.
1: Well, Strathaven looking to cash in here. Short field in front of them, first and 10 at the Radner, 40. Tight end to the left is Green, Perlman to the right, and the give on the sweep is Schuler with Barrar leading the way. He's going to push his way across the 40 and down to about the 37, 38. Nice work there by... Uh, the Radner defense, Absolutely. they thrown that out well. Barrar Matt. had uh, three shirts in front of him. He yep. got to block one of them, but uh, Schuller's and, on his
0: own after that. And they were to keep up with him. And if Schuller had turned that corner, there was nobody beyond them. I mean, that was going to be
1: a touchdown all the way. So good work for Radner. Second down and about eight. Wing to the right is Barlow, again with two tight ends. Quick hitter to Fuskas, and he explodes into the secondary, and they close quickly, though. Forward progress will put him, I think, just a hair shy of the 30, and it'll bring up third down and one.
0: Somebody filled very well. He was really off to the races, and boy, somebody just stood him right up. That was a great tackle. I wish we'd, well, maybe we'll see it in the film, but that was really, saved the first down for sure. Westchester
4: Rustin takes a 7 nothing lead on Sun Valley.
1: Okay. Rustin, with a win tonight, probably seals up a one seed. All right, third and a yard. This is Barlow off the left side. He'll cut it back to the right, and off to the races he goes. 15-10. Barlow's touched it twice and taken it to the house both times. Chase wow. Barlow from the 31-yard line catches in again. Two carries, 47 yards, and both Panther scores. Beautifully blocked again. He had a lead blocker in front of him just kind of nudged him out of the way for the last 20 yards. Shankweiler on for the extra point. Manneker to snap it. Milligan will hold. Snap is uh, trouble here, and now Milligan's going to roll to his right, looking looking for some help here. He's going to pull up, throw back across his body, and it is... Well, you got a flag on the play first. I think this is probably an eligible man downfield. I don't know.
0: All right. It's too bad he could have run that in, I think. I didn't
1: even see a signal. Was that... Even caught, I, have, I don't think it was. Well, it looked out there. like what it fell calling? incomplete. There is a flag there. Yeah, so there I, is a flag. I, there was no signal whether that pass was even caught. But Strathaven's heading to the sideline. So yeah, if it wasn't caught, obviously we then declined, they're just going to so, be so okay. All um, right, so. Extra point try, no good. Ineligible man downfield for the Panthers here, and it's declined. All right, here we go. So we'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back for the final nine seconds of the opening quarter. Radner trailing 13-0 on HavenFootball.net.
0: Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling, to track to basketball and baseball, Virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold. Or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And you are listening to high school football right here at havenfootball.net.
1: Chase Barlow, two carries, two touchdowns. 13 nothing. Strathaven with just nine seconds to play here in the opening quarter. And thanks again to the Daily Times. You heard uh, in the commercial there. Speaking of, at halftime, we'll have Jack McCaffrey, uh, columnist for da- the Daily Times, talking with Andrew and Mike. All right, here we go. Shankweiler, high, short end-over-end kick. It's going to come to Bird, who juggles it, picks it up at the 28-yard line, steps away from one man trying to cut back to that far sideline. Back and forth he goes, laterally, one, two, three men miss, and finally three white shirts rally to get him. And the Panthers think they have the football. No, no, they don't. They're going to say, okay, (laughs) the officials disagree. Zebra said no, but nice try. (laughs) All right, so from the 31-yard line, the Raiders – We'll start it, but they're going to start it from the other side of the field. Bird went side to side for long enough to uh, switch switch things and uh, you want end to stay the first here quarter. Oh uh, no, let's take a okay, take a take short a time out right. and we'll finish a, a Twitter update and more. All right, be back in just a moment. Thanks again for listening on 920 WN. and
5: phone PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business Line of Credit. Or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight, to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day.
0: PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on
1: HavenFootball.net. Welcome back. Second quarter action ready to begin. Brian Carroll bringing play-by-play, joined by Andrew Kaufman and Mike Mayer. For Radner, first and ten at their own 31. Moving right to left here, juggled snap, and they pick it up. This is Falcone, who's got a little bit of room. Fuscus will finally ride him down, and sometimes those broken plays actually work out well yep. for the offense. Defense kind of gets out of their lanes a little bit, and there's Falcone taking seven on the first down carry. All right, second down and three upcoming here. They'll put it out. At the 39. So Falcone, nine carries. He's been the busiest of the ball carriers thus far for either team. Three wide receivers. Murphy to the far side. Three to the right, one to the left here. Carter. And Wallen on second down and three. Takes the snap, juggles it again, gives to Falcone. He cuts back to his right, and he'll, I think, have first down yardage yeah, here. Very close. Nice work there by the senior. Again, mean, this is not, uh, not Radnor's preference. This, right. They would l- rather be slinging this all over the field uh, to those receivers, but Radner will have to live with the, the run game tonight. They do have the wind at their back in this second quarter as we're about one minute into it. They'll break the huddle inside of 11 minutes to play before halftime and snap it at their own 43. Yeah, I'm not too
0: sure. I mean, it's certainly an advantage to have the wind to your back but when you're trying to throw it, but that's... That's still tough. It's so easy oh, yeah. to overthrow and ball goes those funny <laughs> places.
1: And... You can see Wallen just in the last two snaps mm-hmm. have trouble even handling the shotgun snap here. All right, three receivers to the right, one to the left again. On first and 10 from the 43, Jude Wallen back to pass. Looking out to his right, fires back across the middle incomplete. Had a crossing route for Bird, but off the mark and mm-hmm. brings up second down and 10. And it's impossible to tell whether it was just, you know, he
0: anticipated something or the wind just took it from him. It's, it's tough, tough playing
1: out here tonight. Indeed. All right, we will try to keep you posted on other scores. Garnet uh, Valley now up 17 nothing. 17 nothing. so homecoming festivities at Garnet Valley and a 17-point lead for what looks to be the fourth championship in yep. a row. Absolutely. For the Jags, trying to get their fourth straight Central League title and maybe a one seed in the 6A playoffs after tonight. All right, wing to the right, two receivers to the right as well. On second down, gives to Falcone off the left Ooh. side, and he's got some room. Pulling away at the 45-40. Falcone found a gap, and he's at the 20. 15-10, Schuler in pursuit, rides him down, but not Touchdown. before he gets the goal line. Damian Falcone rips off a 57-yard run, and just like that, Radner's right back in it yep. to start this second quarter.
0: Well, you know, the, the, the wet field and the, the lack of traction works in both directions.
1: It's like the wind just blew him. Yeah. (laughs) There was an extra gear there for Falcone, but, again, very well blocked. There was a lot of room on that left side that time. Panthers will go back to the drawing board with that one, but Falcone, 11 carries up to 91 yards now, including that 57-yard run. All right, Van Dusen on for these first extra point try of the night. Ball spotted well. Kick is away, and it is good. 13-7, Radner on the board, and Panthers... Shocked a little bit here. I think they'll try to get the offense going when we come back. Glad you're joining us live on the archive The high school football on 8football.net
0: High school basketball season is just around the corner, and DelcoHoops.com will be bringing you all the excitement and thrills of another season of Delaware County High School Hoops. We follow all the teams in Delco, and we pick our free Game of the Week broadcast to bring you the best live games right on the Internet. We feature the best teams and the best games right through the PIAA Championships. If you love high school basketball, you've got to check us out at DelcoHoops.com. High school basketball never sounded so good. Ralph Lawler
1: of the L.A. Clippers here. Keep listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Well, the Panthers had bottled up Damian Falcone for most of the first quarter, just a few yards per carry. But it doesn't take much space, and, uh, boy, did he have uh, – he could have driven a truck through oh, a hole yeah. off the left side it there. was a great hole. Very well blocked there for the Raptors and following big Dominic LaDucina and friends. And 57 yards later – it's 13-7. Falcone on the board, up to 91 yards rushing now with 10-21 to play here before halftime. All right, so Van Dusen will tee it up with help from Sammy Carter on a knee with, with his finger on the ball holding it still. Matt Schuler, flanked by Barlow and Connor await at the 15-yard line. Van Dusen end over end kick. It's going to take a hop and roll away from Barlow and out of bounds. So fortunate bounce there for Strathaven as uh, – that was a wet ball. That skidded right past Barlow's ankles there. That was
0: a good kick. It, it went out of bounds. Of the, well, of
1: course, they'll get the yeah, penalty, so out, it won't be yeah. but, uh, got it Down it, to the 13. It would still. have been difficult to field that one. Yeah. All right. 10-21 to play here before halftime. And we'll see what... And it's uh, still raining. Still raining. It's still raining sideways. Still yeah. crazy wind and in the face of Sam Milligan and the offense here. So, Panthers running against the wind and a Radnor defense that... Uh, has stopped them on one of their three drives tonight. The Panthers open with two tight ends and a wing T again. All right, it's Barlow off the left side. He'll be wrapped up for the first time tonight. First time he hasn't scored on a carry. <laughs> Out to the 40, or well, let's say 39, before C.J. Murphy wraps him up. Nice tackle by Murphy, and Barlow stopped after a gain of four. Second down and six. As I said, try to keep you posted on other updates as we get them.
0: I am trying to watch the line work, and it's just tough.
1: Ten men in the box for Radner here on second down and six. From the 39, Milligan, quick hitter again. Fuscus they were waiting for it that time. Nice work there by the linebackers stepping up quickly yeah, but on still, that one. Still got three, three-and-a-half yeah. yards. So, Keaton Monahan got off his block and it brings up third down and 2. Front line is doing a super
0: job. It's the, it's the secondary that's able to fill now. The linebackers are really starting to fill in nicely and not allow
1: the big escapes, but I'm you know, we'll see how it goes. Four more for Fuscus He and Schuler with four carries each, Barler with 3, Milligan with 1. Panthers, again, good balance here in the run game, mixing it up with everybody. Third down and two. It's Milligan back to pass for the first time. He's going to roll to his left. He's going to keep it. Has room and has a block. Spins away from Murphy. Midfield. Lowers the shoulder. Still on his feet. Sam Milligan pulling away. 30, 20, and Milligan will go the distance 57 yards later. His first rushing touchdown of the season. He got some great blocking and then did a bunch of it on his own. Excellent run there. (laughs) For the junior quarterback. Answers that Damian Falcone run right away. Also 57 yards. So that's, uh, That seems to be the hot spot on the field there, just on either side of the 50. What a run there by Milligan. Spun away from Murphy near the first down marker. And then after that, bowled over a man. We'll have to check the film on, on that one. But my goodness, Panthers offense still rolling here. 19-7. Looks like they're going to line up yep. to go for two and try to get back on schedule here, stretch the lead back to 14. Also try not ki- trying to not kick into the wind, yeah. I guess. Exactly. All right, Milligan under center in the backfield. Oh. Drops a snap again. Extra points have been a challenge here. Milligan's going to step away from one man oh. momentarily, but wrapped up two yards shy of the goal line. Down he goes, and Panthers help him up, and the extra point tried no good. So 19-7 is where we will stay. And take a short time out. Be back after this. So, teams trading, big touchdown runs. Glad you're joining us on havenfootball.com.
0: After the game, don't forget to check out the best high school football website, HavenFootball.net. You'll be able to check scores around the Central League as well as key teams throughout Pennsylvania in the PIAA system. Havenfootball.net for great game statistics and articles. If you're into Haven football or simply high school football, there is no better place to be than HavenFootball.net.
6: This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: Sam Milligan's first rushing touchdown of the year for all the, all the big runs he's had this year. It's the first time he's found pay dirt. And the Panthers lead it 19-7. All right. Panthers kicking into the wind here. Shankweiler will send a high, short one, and this is a live ball on the far sideline. The Panthers, I believe, have it. Let's see. Scramble for it. It looked like it went in and out of the arms of Chase Barlow. And let's see. They're going to check on that far sideline. We're still waiting for a signal. Barlow had a chance to catch that in the air, believe it or not.
0: It just died. I mean, it went to about the 40 and just fell out of the sky.
1: And still no signal. And Signal Radner, Radner. Radner, does, Radner have does have it. They won the battle at the bottom of the pile. All right, I'm going to finish a tweet here, Mike. If you okay. want to. We'll, no, see, but, we'll see see on
4: film who actually recovered that.
1: Well,
0: because
4: I have it,
1: absolutely no idea it, 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 live. Yeah, I'm
0: wondering how much water's on that lens with Mike's, Mike Clancy shooting with. Whether how much we're going to see on film. But it'd be great if we could see. It that'd doesn't be a great look like we have film.
4: We lost the camera.
0: We lost the camera. Really? Is that that big was that that big bang we heard? Oh, really? Okay. Well, then I guess our stats are going to be whatever they are.
1: All is right. at the 36-yard line. Okay, here we go. First and 10 for Radner. They trail at 19-7 with 852 to play before half. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Give is to Falcone off that left side, trying to stretch it outside, and there to meet him is Perlman, Ooh. who slams him down for a loss. Nate Perlman got off the block that time and buries him. Forward progress,
5: gener- him the generous to the
1: thirty-four. So just a loss of two, but nice work there by Perlman and the defense to string that one out. So we're told uh, we have having game lost film technology wow. issues may up, not up be. There.
4: Uh, Viable after the 10 20 mark of the second quarter. Well,
1: if they got Milligan's uh, run on, let's hope that's the case. <laughs> That'll be all our right. play of the game. It Could be. Yeah. Yeah. We won't, we if any more there. film, there won't be much of a play of the game. Three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right, and give inside is to Falcone. On second and 12, he'll bump his way across the 35, and a wall of tacklers collapse it quickly. Ethan Barrar and Chase Barlow in the mix on the stop. Brings up third down and maybe ten back, back to the original to the line. Of scrimmage.
4: Original line of scrimmage at the thirty-six yard line. All
1: right.
0: And he's tweeting, so I will try to fill the gap. Yep. It's still We're raining. Okay.
1: Yeah, my, my reporting,
0: well You know, I was going to go into the weather forecasting business, but they said I was too mundane. That's I mean, tonight I was, it's not hard. It's raining. <laughs> it's windy. That's the weather rock, you know.
1: All right, third and ten. Here we go. Four wide this time for Jude Wallen. Waits the shotgun snap. Single setback, and he's back to pass again. All sorts of time. He's got room to roll to his right now. Eyes still downfield, and now collapsing again for the second time. It's Nate Perlman. Buries him again, Perlman with a sack and several tackles for loss last week. And he's picked up where he left off his second sack of the night and back inside the 25-yard line. Uh, and that was absolutely a coverage sack.
0: He had nowhere to go. I was watching downfield, and there was just nowhere to throw to.
1: Loss of 10 on the play, and Van loss, Dusen on to punt. With loss the, of 13. Yep, thank you. Back to the 23. I've got and Nate Ray. Coleman for two sacks and three and a half total tackles for loss. Slow Ooh. snap here. Van Dusen does well to field it. Low line drive punt off his foot here. It's going to take one hop off the face mask of Schuler, who does well to fall on it at the 46-yard line. I wish
0: and they would just take a policy tonight. <laughs> we
1: don't cover punts. <laughs> just run away and just let it go let where po- it goes. <laughs> just and let Shuler it bounce. comes up a little uh, lame on that one as well. And Aiden Roselle in coverage there for Radner nearly came up with that one. Yeah, he was grabbing his helmet on the way out, saying,
6: Oh, I almost had that one.
1: All right, so two sacks for Nate Perlman has backed up this Radner offense, and now the Panthers again. With very good field position, they'll start it at their own forty-six. And well, for a first ball. time, the ball just rolled off of the set mark because the wind was blowing so hard. Jake Millett tried to just roll it back. Yeah, and so respotted ref, himself. The ref
0: came in and respotted yeah. it, but it's
1: so the umpires, you know, he's actually holding it still there till Jack Beck can get on it. Here we go, first and ten. Give is to Barlow off the left side, bangs through one tackle into the secondary, still has the feet churning here to the forty-five, and then finally. Down he goes.
0: Boy, he is a punishing runner. It's just not somebody you want to try to tackle unless you're
1: sure because he will just spin right off of you or just bounce off. Of him. The squat rack has done the job in the offseason for Chase, and as much as we want to see more football over the next several weeks, he's going to be fun to watch on the wrestling mat this year. 5.55 and counting to play here in the second quarter. Strathaven leading 19-7 and looking for more here. Second and one from the Radner 45. Into a stiff wind, they give it to Schuler, who's got maybe first down yardage. Maybe. It's going to be close
5: as Falcone,
1: Falcone and uh, Laudacina close quickly. So, needed a yard. That's all he got. But that'll move the sticks and the Panthers. They're going to give him two, it looks like. All right. So down brings to the up 43. First and ten from there as we're approaching the 530 mark of this second quarter. Panthers moving into the wind, left to right here as Milligan jogs in the play. Tight end to the right, Mason Green. To the left is Nate Perlman. Gives to Bobby Fuskas off left tackle. He's got a few right there, and again, nice work there by seven. That's Falcone. He's reading every play. He seems to be in on almost every stop here. He's been terrific, and you know, look, that's a three-year starter at, at linebacker, and right. there's some experience there, but certainly no lack of talent either. Yeah, well, you, you can be assured the Panthers
0: are trying to block him or seal him off, and he's getting around it or through it or beats beats the block to the
1: hole. Fuskas, five carries for 50 yards. Schuller five for 32. Barlow, four for 60. Milligan, two for 67. Mixing it up with all four of them, and second down and five, it's Barlow again off the left side. He'll bang his way forward, just shy of the first down, I believe. We'll put him down at the thirty-four. Bring up third down and one. Yeah, I, I think the Panthers are very
0: content to make these five, six, seven-yard gains and just keep rolling off the first downs. Obviously, if they can break one open, they will. But, but they're very content to run it. And uh, you know, with four, just a uh, little more than four minutes left in the first half. If they can uh, schedule this and and get into the
1: end zone before the end of
0: the first half, that would be perfect for them.
1: They come in averaging 7.7 yards per play this year. On third and one, A-gap blitz. Scramble for it, and let's see. Let's see. I don't know. Murphy on the blitz blew up the handoff, and Milligan does well to recover it, and it'll bring up fourth down. Oh, it looked like two black shirts on that one. I don't know how Milligan came up with that. But great work there by Murphy to just disrupt the handoff. He timed that snap beautifully. Boy, real generous spot I thought for the for the the, for the Panthers. Back to the lots of three. Back to the thirty-seven. All right. Well, you're looking at fourth and about four here. Radner stopped a fourth down try back at the eleven yard line on the opening drive of the game, looking to make a stop again. 10 men in the backfield. They show a gap blitz again, and they go wide with Barlow. He's got room. One man to beat, but they couldn't do it, but nice work to get inside the 30 and another first down. And That was
0: really good blocking. I mean, They really overloaded the entire center of the line, and, and the center of the line held them off momentarily, just enough to make the handoff and go outside, and of course, they had so overloaded the center, there wasn't much outside to deal with, and he got the first down. So Good attempt by Radner to try to pull something if they were going to go and up the gut you know,
1: run for short yardage, uh, but a good call for the Panthers to go outside. Nine more yards for Barlow, gives them 74 on the night. 2.45 to play here in the first half. Wing to the left is Schuler, Barlow and Fuscus in the backfield on first and 10. From the 28, hard count for Milligan, and he got him to jump. Yep. So, nice decision right there is uh, two plays in a row. They had that snap count timed perfectly. Yep. Murphy on that blitz, and uh, this might put them on their heels just a little bit now make it second sorry first down and 5.
0: Oh,
4: you
1: can you can
0: absolutely bet they're going to hesitate now on the next snap. Which is exactly the idea.
4: Which is exactly why you run it right up the gut this well, time. That, that could be.
1: <laughs> One that quick release up the middle would be a good yeah. play here I think. We'll see if they go with guard trap or something different here on first down and 5 again with 10 in the yep. box. It is guard trap. Fuscus though met by a wall of tacklers. Yep. Nice work there by Radner to get off their blocks anyway. Just outnumbered everybody. What a stupid everybody. call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, three of us thinking, okay, yeah, quick hitter up the middle. Yeah. Nice job there. Catch him unawares. Coach Clancy has 327 more wins than any of us. That's so right. So we'll, we'll probably and, and two rings. stick with that. Yeah, state, state rings, let alone That's right. 11 district titles. Right. All right, here we go. Second and five from the 22. Milligan. Give is to Fuskas. He's got some room this time, and he'll spin inside the 20 down to about the 17. Probably he has himself a first yep. down. He'll put it down for Fuskas at the 17. Give him maybe six or seven. And a fresh set of downs for the Panthers. We're at the 131 mark to play before halftime. Panthers still with their timeouts in hand. Mason Green, tight end to the left, Perlman to the right, wing to the right is Barlow. Back to passes, Milligan, looking, looking, has a little time, running out of it, steps away from one man, and they'll bury him back at the line of scrimmage. Nothing doing there. Milligan took a big hit, but seems to be okay. So no gain on the play.
0: Yeah, or somebody took him out, low and somebody out. took
1: him high and yep. bent him over. So uh, Let's see what we got, we got here. got timeout. Timeout, Strathaven, with 103 to play here before half. So let's take a short timeout with them. See what the Panthers can come up with here. They have not put it in the air tonight, and understandably so with tough weather. We're looking to cash in on DavidFootball.net.
2: Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate parent-teen driving contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate, stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a
0: call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net.
1: Welcome back to... Teamer field, and this is going to march. All right, what happened here? We a, I have no idea. There was, was It appears there was a penalty of some sort. Personal foul. All right, we're going to wait. The officials have not signaled, but they're going to move this all the way back to the 35-yard line, first and 26. Okay, here we go. Back to pass. Milligan's going to sweep to the right side with blockers in front momentarily. He's going to cut inside the 30 and not much else. Good work there by Radner to string him out. 58 seconds, 57 seconds, and timeout Strathaven as Milligan picks up about five. Still looking at second and forever here. Again, into the wind. They've not put it in the air at all. So give Milligan five on the play. That must have been some kind of personal, you know, uh, yeah. unnecessary roughness or something or mouth off. Didn't see Update
4: anything. from Springfield-Pencrest. It is now 8 nothing Springfield. They completed a 22-yard touchdown pass. Okay. Wow. Maybe
1: the wins at uh, Jake Rama's back for that one. What, yeah. uh, wow. We'll have to see. westchester Rustin
4: leads Sun Valley 25 nothing. Haverford up 41 nothing
1: on Whoa. Academy of Palumbo. Oh, that's okay. in Mercy, obviously. A running clock there. Yep. And uh, the... Central League teams who've played Haverford this year will rejoice as they are looking at 10 more bonus points for playoff races here for a game that was not on the schedule until Monday morning. So, Panthers now at their own, I'm sorry, at the Ratner 30, they need the 8, so for a first down. Second and 22. Wing to the left, Matt Schuler, Quick hitter to Barlow, he'll get a few, not much. Doing right there, and again, nice work by Radner collapsing quickly on Barlow at the 27. So gain of just three. It's his shortest carry of the evening. And the clock ticks. 39 seconds, 38 seconds. Panther's now looking at third and about 19. So unless they can come up with a big play here, they may decide to just let the clock run down. Milligan jogs in the play. If someone pops one, they might use that last time out. I can't imagine you'd try a field goal into this no. brutal wind. No chance. <laughs> and, uh, Plus, it could be returned a, if it exactly, falls short. Or, yeah. uh, exactly. Risk a, a, a bad Take play the other way. All right. No here we way. go. This is Barlow off the left side. He's still on his feet, breaking. Tackles. Look out. Cuts to his right. Still on his feet. At the 15 at the 10. He's going to be near first down yardage, and then another hit out of bounds. Uh, no flag, no flag comes wow. out. Okay. Here we go. But. Let's see where they the spot this. He clock is, is at triple 000. zeros.
0: Yeah, they're going to call it. That's it. The they're going the half. Okay. have end of the
1: half. Okay. Well, Panthers There's did not get the time. Discussion out. No, with the see. referees. The officials are think are trying to decide here. The clock says zero. Barlow gets twenty on the last run. Panthers mm-hmm. think they have time for one more play. The Coaches Radner's headed to the I think the yeah. ref
0: is trying to get the coach. No, what are they doing? Okay.
1: Radner Radner's smartly had, smartly yeah, smartly, smartly 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 heading off as if this is the end of the half, and the Panthers will have to join them. Well, that's uh, that's that. The Panthers could not uh, finish that play in time to call that last timeout. Would have had fourth and fourth down from about the eight yard line, or maybe first down. But uh, either way, that'll do it for the first half. So nice work by the Radner defense to back up the Panthers and a. Personal foul penalty turns out to be costly. So, still 19-7, Strathaven with the lead, and we'll get the ball to start the second half. But at halftime, stick with us. We'll be chatting with Jack McCaffrey from the Delaware County Daily Times and a whole lot more. glad you're listening to High School
3: Football on evenfootball.net.
0: The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610 872 2167.
5: Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641.
2: You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands?
0: Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610 610- 610 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At the Half Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Fulginetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. And welcome back to Conestoga High School, where it is Radnor with 7 points and Strathaven with 19. And it is extremely wet still. It's been blowing and raining and crazy. And we have Jack McCaffrey with the with Delco Times here, who's being smart and staying in the booth and keeping his stats. And I guess we'll be writing an article on the game. I yeah? will.
6: That'll be in the Daily Times tomorrow.
0: So what do you think so far? It's not really an easy game to tell much of anything.
6: We well, you have to think so far as that to Tom Ryan did a nice job adjusting to what he generally doesn't do. He passes the ball almost every play. Tonight, he can't. The, the weather it prohibits that. So he went to a running game. It's been fairly successful. And they're within 12, uh, close enough to make a run. So my initial thought is that, the, that Tommy's done a real nice job adjusting to the weather conditions. And on the other side, you knew that, that Strathaven was going to be able to run the ball and run the ball well. And... Uh, Kevin's got them in pretty good shape here at halftime not a problem but uh, with the weather conditions it's been an interesting coaching uh, matchup, and, and uh, both teams doing what they have to do and it's it, it was a much better played half than you might have thought considering that that I weather.
0: was just going to say that I think that, that Radner has has really done very nicely um they have, uh, you know, they 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 have stopped Haven on a couple of times. Once was at the end of the half when time ran out, and I don't know what that penalty was—some kind of unsportsmanlike conduct or something. I assume, but that made it way too far to, to really go. He couldn't throw it, and then of course they stopped him uh, with that on that fourth and two or whatever it was with a fumble. So, you know, I think they've 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 done well for themselves. I think they're very pleased with themselves if they can find a way to stop Haven on this next possession when they come back in second half and they can find a way to score. They'll be very much in this game, and I think they'll be very, very happy with, with uh, how well they're doing considering the season they've had so far, certainly.
6: Yeah, and When you look at it, you, you think that coming in, you think that it would be all Strathaven, and it, for the most part it is. But as you and after seeing the first half, the weather has kind of narrowed the gap, and uh, it's difficult for both teams to do everything they want to do. But uh, – i say obviously Strathaven's in pretty good shape, but but Ryder didn't get blown out, keeping themselves in it. it technically a right. home game here at, at Conestoga. So. Get an outside shot.
0: Well, and I think when you take a look at it and say, well, you know, Haven's running their game, and Radner is totally deviating from their game. So when you look at those circumstances, Radnor's doing extremely well. So, uh, you know, and how much the weather has to play in it is kind of irrelevant. We can only guess to begin with, and, and whatever it is, it is. So we'll deal with it. But speaking of playing and expectations, uh, we have certainly talked about the Eagles here on a regular basis. Gag, gag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Was wondering what your uh, your thoughts are.
6: A little disappointing uh, in in Hertz. Um, I was high on him, as anybody who follows my column would have seen. I, I, I was all in favor of Hertz being the quarterback over Wentz at some point last year. Kate was real high on him coming out of college. Disappointing in his his delivery. His 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 arm is not what you might have thought it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the record. About where you would think at this point, especially when you had in the off offseason where the owner said that this is going to be a rebuilding year. You, you didn't expect much else. They hired a 39-year-old coach. They fired a, a Super Bowl-winning coach to bring a 39-year-old in. You know that they're going to give it some time. They've had some injury problems. Everybody has, uh, if I had to say one word. I've had to pick one side or the other. I'd say a little bit more disappointing than you might have thought. I picked them to win seven games. They they still have an outside shot for that.
0: I, I'm just surprised that a lot of the play calling, uh, you know, the choices of the coach, the the decision, you know, to take a penalty when it'll be fourth and two at the yeah. 50 as opposed to third and fifth. I mean, it's like, guys, th- this is... The NFL. This is not high school. You know, I was watching a Pop Warner game the other day, and, you know, they can't punt. I mean, they could if they had a punter, but they don't have punters. So they were kind of buried back. It was like they were on their own 12-yard line, and they said, well, let's take the safety because if we turn the ball over here, they'll probably score six points, and I'd rather give them two, which is what they did. And I thought, okay, that's great philosophy for Pop Warner football. Sure. But I, I don't think you can do the same thing when you get up to high school and college and that kind of stuff. And, I, you know, I, I found myself for, so frustrated in front of the TV set going, "What? no, you're, you're not serious. Yeah. And then they do that, and I go, wow, and the money he makes, I could do this. Yeah. So in any event, um, well, yeah, that, that's been my disappointment. Well, they, they, they,
6: they've always said that the, the toughest uh, move to make in all of sports is to move that one chair over from assistant to head coach. You never know how you're going to react. Some guys handle it very well. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid handled it okay. He had he struggled at the first, but the one thing he did is he surrounded himself with experienced assistants. Um, Sirianni exper- uh, surrounded himself with inexperienced assistants, and it shows. Uh, he is just not capable of sliding that one chair over, if you will. Not right on, now, anyway. On game day, he just doesn't know how to adapt yep. on the fly. He, you get the idea after the games. He doesn't remember exactly what happened in the game. He doesn't doesn't come up with big answers. He had one game where he barely ran the ball at all. Why'd you do that? He had no answer for that. You've got a defensive coordinator who's playing Oh. A soft defense in yeah. a town that was really has been raised on, you know, Ryan Dawkins well, and Chuck it, Bednarik. It hasn't and worked. Uh, you cannot play a soft defense in this town. And, and expect to get away with it. I'm not sure you can anymore. play
0: a soft defense in the NFL. Remember when yeah. they used to have the prevent thing?
6: Yeah, and they said, yeah. like,
0: "What kind of insanity? Just play the game."
6: Yeah. yeah, you can't play. Occasionally, you'll see a bend, don't break, uh, right. thrive, but the, not. People in this town want more than that. It's uh, it, it's just an. Overmatched, overwhelmed coaching staff, and Jeffrey Lurie made a mistake with with Nick Sirianni, and the sooner he corrects that, the better he'll be. You think he's going to correct? I, th- nah, I think nah, the biggest right correction he
4: needs to make is Howie Roseman, because well. I don't feel very comfortable going into this upcoming draft if we have three that we most likely will have three first round picks in. I don't have confidence in Howie to get those picks right. Well, and the, if we get those pi- and if we get those picks wrong. We end up like the Cleveland Browns. Well, the other—I don't co- want to end up like the Cleveland the, the, Browns. The other
0: question I have is: Okay, we had Wentz, who was the next coming of the quarterback. That didn't work out, and we can talk about yeah. that forever. Now we got Hurts. I mean, is is it us? Is it is it the lack of coaching, quarterback coaching, or do we just get guys who aren't quite NFL quality? I mean, very successful NFL quality. Obviously, well, they can play see, in the NFL.
4: You see what Carson Wentz is doing now in Indianapolis? He's playing. Pretty solid football. He's a average. He's
6: an average NFL but starter. But he, he
0: does that, and then he gets hurt, or then he gets pissed he'll off get about hurt. something. That's what's, yeah. what's
6: going to happen. He'll get hurt. He'll start turning it over, and either one of those orders, and next thing you know, he, he won't be playing. Yeah. Actually, you, you weren't going to win with him. Uh, they obviously overspent for him. for First, second, third, and fourth-round pick. Actually, maybe it was two first-round picks if I look back. Uh, they tried to invent a franchise quarterback. You can't invent a franchise quarterback. A franchise quarterback has to be born born, or, <laughs> or at least happen organically. Nobody yeah. thought Tom Brady was going to be a franchise right. quarterback. He became a franchise quarterback. Right. Uh, and at that point, you say, okay, that's a franchise quarterback. I Maybe I can – have an opportunity to get him somehow. You can't just draft a guy and say, "Well, we got our franchise quarterback yeah. because I because I overspent for him." That, uh, it made no sense. At least at least Hertz came in the second round, about where you would expect him to to, to land in that draft. Maybe a little high, uh, especially just,
4: just, for the Eagles, uh, considering who else was on the board and uh, the ne- other needs you potentially had. On well, that they need a quarterback,
6: I guess, and he's did, the guy. And he, but
4: he, did you really need a quarterback in that situation with did, with guys like yeah, Jer- well, with guys like life. Jeremy?
0: In, in, Shin in on hindsight, on yes. The board. In foresight, maybe not. I don't know. That was the one of the arguments. All right, real quick, any thoughts about uh, high school playoff football this year, either five A or six A?
6: Well, the only observation I would make is that, that I've been covering this a long time and. I haven't seen a better Garnet Valley team than this one. Yes, and it would be it would be really nice if Mike uh, Ricky could go out with a championship. He's got a, a better passing game. The, the kid uh, Sean Gallagher is able to make those plays that he hadn't been able to make in the the past. Uh, uh, the Garnet Valley really hadn't made in the past. And and Mike will tell you, he said he's been around a long time and never had a better leadership group, top to bottom. He's got 12, 15 really good leaders. So that would be my number one impression of of what I've seen in in Delco football this year. And the other one would be the way Ridley puts up points. Uh, That's that's remarkable, yeah. and, and 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 Dave Woods just doing a great job there. And how about a nice year for Strath But but, yeah. but
0: the only concern I have with Ridley and they're always they tend to be a little on the small side, and when they get into these 6A contests, they just get outmatched. I mean, they get outmuscled, outsped. I mean, right. they've been a quick, good team, but they just can't seem to compete in 6A. And of course, Garner Valley had the one opportunity in Hershey. I sure hope they get back. I'd love to see you know Ridley get back, but they can't both get back. They so. can't
6: both get back. It, 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 we saw what happened when Ridley played. Valley. We know how that yep. would end. I agree with you. Ridley's not a state championship yep. team. But it's, when, you, when you say what impressed you, it's, right. it's not so much the way they win games, but the, the just massive amounts of points that they put up. And it, to me, that was impressive. And, again, Kevin Clancy's got to be delighted with this year. Uh, he did everything right. He's got, you can just count on Strathaven just being excellent Fundamentally, in football, year after year after year, and uh, I'll be anxious to talk to Kevin after the game tonight about really a satisfying regular season. But only for if it
0: stops raining. So, yeah. in any event, okay, we got to go. We're going to be back in a little bit for the second half. It is Strathaven nineteen and Radner seven. We'll be back in just a few minutes. And actually, three minutes to get to the second half of the game. Listen, high school football right here on
5: PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day.
0: PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian
2: every week probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands?
0: Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in Media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs Allstate Insurance and Media, Auto, Home, and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961 Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank, make today the day Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media Give her a call when buying or selling your home Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman and Mike Mayer
1: Welcome back to Teamer Field here at Conestoga High School. Radner's uh, quote-unquote home game uh, here in Week 10. They are uh, going to celebrate their seniors and some homecoming-type things next week uh, when they have their annual tilt with Lower Marion. It's one of the longest-running uh, annual games in, in the country, actually, Radner versus Lower Marion. But anyway, they what they are hoping for is a quick uh, comeback. Uh, if they trail... Strathaven 197 here as we're just a few minutes away from starting the third quarter, but Radnor still with an outside shot of getting into the playoffs with an upset win tonight. Uh, Strathaven with a chance for a two-seed, perhaps a three. A couple of things have to go the Panthers' way tonight. Coatesville has to beat Downingtown East. We do not have an update just yet on how that is going, unless Andrew just got something. Yes, I did. Downingtown East trails Coatesville 20-7. to
4: just under eight minutes to yeah, halftime. That
1: seems like it's happening. Okay, well, Coatesville doing their part. Haverford is doing their part on behalf of the Panthers as well. Haverford leading Palumbo 55 to nothing. Uh, so that's going to go the Panthers' way as well. Uh, Springfield leading uh, Pencrest 16 to nothing. I talked with uh, Coach Britton on Wednesday night while we were watching the ninth grade mm. Springfield take on uh, Garnet Valley. Uh, and Coach Britton, pretty confident, as am I, that they're gonna land somewhere in that eleven to thirteen range uh, in the playoff seeding. So Springfield looking to take care of business tonight against Pencrest and go from there. Westchester Rustin will be your number one seed in 5A as long as they hold on to a 25-0 lead at halftime over Sun Valley. Plymouth White Marsh is likely to be your five seed as long as they hold on to a forty to nothing lead over Wissahickon. So that would doom Wissahickon; they would be out. Plymouth White Marsh will. Probably not have enough to catch um, Upper Dublin as a four seed, and will with a win will not fall to six, uh, regardless of what Kennett or perhaps Chester does tomorrow when they take on Academy Park. Uh, in four A, uh, speaking of Delco teams, we've had a nice little run this year. Chichester at five and two is the one seed in four A, starting the night, but they trail Bishop Shanahan twenty to nothing now at halftime. And believe it or not, with only four teams going from 4A in District 1, they could fall from the one seed to being out of the playoffs entirely. Mm. And that canceled game with Academy Park from uh, a couple months ago will, will haunt them uh, by probably just a couple of bonus points. Um, that you know, AP with seven or eight wins probably would have would have helped them a ton. Um, in six A, Garnet Valley perhaps with a one seed with a win tonight and some help from Haverford and friends. Uh, they're getting that help from Haverford, and they lead thirty one nothing last I saw at halftime over Lower Marion. Um, and it's possible uh, that sixteen seed who would make the trip to Garnet Valley could be Haverford, who played mm-hmm. them two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It could also be Southerton, who leads 14-6 over Ben Salem. Okay. Uh, CB South may also be a 16 seed. Uh, we will wait to hear more on that. Um, but Central Bucks South tonight, uh, we do not have an update just yet.
0: And for those who are trying to pay attention and try to keep up with this, it gets very confusing. The big thing to remember, you know, how can I have it for help Strathhaven or help Garner Valley? Because whenever a team you beat wins a game, you get bonus points.
1: Actually, just even that you played. It's team <laughs> to right. you Yeah, right, You're getting right. 10 points uh, for the number of wins they get. Uh, right. So, yeah, if they get a win tonight, that's 10 extra points for Garnet right. Valley, for Strathaven, for Marple, right. all the t- Central League teams that play. So that's, how, that's how
0: that helps. Yep. And and it gets very, very involved, as you can imagine.
1: So the projection I did also, two games that I was not too sure of uh, in terms of projecting. I had projected Owen J. Roberts to take care of Phoenixville that game started an hour and a half late tonight so they just ended the first quarter thanks to a power outage it's zero zero so phoenixville right now i think there it's a possibility they could see strathaven uh, in the first round as a 14 or 15 if the, with a win they probably bump up to an 11 uh, and and could shake things up the other game we are not sure of and do not have an update on boyertown and upper marion that has huge implications Right now, Upper Marion could be the 16 seed with a win. Bumps them all the way up to 11. Um, So we will have to see over the next 24 hours or so how that will all shake out. But in the meantime, Panthers still uh, need to take care of business here. They lead 19-7. They'll receive the opening uh, kickoff to start this second half. And I'm sure if you pick up the copy of the Delco Times tomorrow, they'll have all that covered. So thanks again to Jack McCaffrey for uh, a lot of good chatter and insight at halftime here, and uh, he'll... Do a great job covering this game, but um, you know Matt Smith and and, uh, Matt DeGeorge and everybody else at the Delco Times—just a fantastic job over there, getting things covered for us around Delaware County. Coatesville is now up
4: twenty-seven to seven at the half. Okay, on Downingtown East, they raced out to a twenty-to-nothing lead. The ensuing kickoff after they took the twenty-to-nothing lead was returned for a touchdown, and then. Coatesville drove the field and has just scored right before halftime. Coatsville half could
1: be in, in shape for a three seed with a win tonight, and uh, that's good news for Garnet Valley. Bad news for North Penn that uh, North Penn would fall to the two. All right, here we go. Van Dusen ready to kick in, and this could be an onside kick try. It is a little squib kick, and the Panthers do well to fall on it. Nate Harrington falls on it at the 43-yard line, so nice little uh, wrinkle there from Radner to say, hey, let's see if we can surprise him, but... Panthers pounce on it quickly and start at their 43. Yeah, I mean, it was a decent
0: move, and I think that the extra 10 yards or so you give up from from field position is not a t- tremendous difference to Radner. One other
1: uh, person here in the stadium tonight, I pulled in tonight at about 5.30. It's windy, it's raining, it's crazy outside, and pulling in right next to me is, uh, is Gary. Uh, we'll talk about him in just a moment. First and 10 from the 43. Give off the left side. This is Fuscus bouncing off tackles, still carrying things across the midfield stripe, and he has himself a first down. Mm, Incredible. Bounced off of four or five jerseys there. And picks up eleven for a Panther first down. Yeah, had a solid five or six, but then just dug in and drove the other five yards. Fuscus I have him for sixty-eight yards unofficially at the moment. They'll put it down at about the forty-four yard, I'm sorry, forty-six-yard line. Of Radner, uh, Gary makes a trip. He's one of our Panther super fans. He drives down from like the Reading area every weekend. Sure enough, he's the first one in the parking lot tonight. Motion man is Chase Barlow on first and ten. He takes the handoff off the left side, cuts it back, still carrying tacklers, and Barlow for another first down. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Down to the thirty-four. Give Barlow twelve more. So Radner giving up a little more than uh, Coach Ryan would like here in the first couple of plays.
0: Yeah, obviously. Uh... You know, Clancy had a talk with his men and said, look, guys, you know, this is, uh, we, you know, we, we've got to come in and reassert ourselves and reassert our position here. And so far doing a ver- very good job blocking up front, making
1: some nice holes. Wing to the right is Chase Barlow. Matt Schuler in the backfield alongside of Bob Fuskas. Two tight ends again. It's Fuskas again right into the arms of Condor, and He's going to get nowhere that time. Senior co-captain got off his block quickly and no gain on the play. Excellent job by the defensive tackle. Second down and give him. They give him a yard. Yeah. It looks like it's yeah. what we what we're having trouble with uh, on the spot is that the referees and as they should be, uh, the umpire really is is holding the ball and putting it down on the turf only as they break the huddle. So we can't really see the spot until uh, Jack Beck is over top of it as a center. A gap blitz again and they give it to Barlow off the left side, trying to turn the corner. Stiff arm gets him a couple, but Falcone slings him out of bounds quickly and we'll say no gain. He stepped out of bounds. Nice work there by the Radnor defense. Two straight carries for zero yards for the Panthers. Brings up third and ten, and again, moving left to right here into the stiff wind. I would still say stiff wind, not as crazy as it was for the second half. It's calmed down somewhat, but still less than ideal throwing conditions here. The Panthers have yet to try it. They've rolled out Milligan a couple times. See what they do here from the 34. On third and 10, Milligan to Fuscus one more time. Off right tackle, bounces off one man momentarily, takes it to the 29 for a gain of four, fourth and six upcoming. So the Radner defense finding some answers here with yep. that nine and sometimes 10-man front.
0: They're coming off the blocks, and they are playing the box because they, they, they know that... You know, Haven's not gonna throw it in these circumstances and they, they're confident they're gonna they can stuff things up and it you know when you got five to seven down linemen
1: that are trying to take on ten people, it's tough. All right, Radner faithful below us making a little noise for the defense here. Radner trying to get a stop on fourth down. Gives to Bart Nope, keeping it himself is Milligan off the left Ooh. side and he's tripped up from behind. Nice work by Falcone to catch him. He had a blocker in front. If he gets away from him, he's going for a bunch. But Milligan caught from behind at the twenty-nine. No gain on the play, and Radner takes over on downs. That
0: had to be Radner's first objective. We have to stop Haven from scoring on their first possession at, uh, and of course, their first attempt was to do an onside kick and take the ball away from them. That didn't work, but they have successfully, uh, you know, they limited uh, Haven to two and a half minutes of play, and and now they're going to get the ball and let's see whether they can do anything with it.
1: Panthers zero for two on fourth down tonight. Nice work by the Radner defense. That turns Jude Wallen and the offense back onto the field. They'll snap it from their own 29 at, their own, uh, at the far hash, and they run their 11th man onto the field. That's their center. That's, their center. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Wallen in the gun with the back on his right hip here. Panthers spread out a little bit, and they give it to Falcone and Ben Faraball right there to meet him. Nice work there by Ben. With help from Barlow. And we'll How see. does the center not go out on the field no. uh, unless they made a switch? <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's the same guy, but they just. Uh, I guess he I was. I don't know if he was. No gain Maybe on thought the play. it was third down, but no gain yeah. on the play right there for Falcone, who's roughly at 90 yards or so on 13 carries. 902, 901, and counting to play here in the third quarter. Radner trailing 19-7, but a chance to cut into it here. From their own 28, second and a long 10. Wallen going to give it to Falcone one more time. Straight up the middle has some running room and tripped up before he gets to that second level, third level of the secondary. Barlow with a nice work, nice stop there at the 36, but it will bring up third down and short. i
4: spotted at the 35, 35 now. Give him, okay. give him six on the carry. I've got him 15 carries for 97 yards. Okay. And the touchdown.
1: 57 of it on that one... Touchdown run at the 10-21 mark of the second quarter. That's the Radner point so far. Third down and four here. Wallen, two receivers to either side. In the Ghanis, back to pass. Looking over the middle, he floats it. Shallow cross in and out of the hands oh, oh, oh. of Bird, who had first down yardage yep. and a chance for more, but could not squeeze it. It was
0: thrown a little behind him, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the weather
1: didn't help that, that attempt. Fourth and four. And, and the punt team comes on. So... The junior, Ryan Van Dusen, I remember his older brother who was good, good kicking s- at Lafayette or Lehigh, I Good think, spot I for a fake here, guys. Well, Panthers have to be smart here. If they jump off sides or any kind of five-yard penalty, they'd be uh, giving up another first down. But Van Dusen awaits the punt snap at the 25. Barlow and Sutherland await the kick. Here's a line drive kick. It's going to be a terrific roll inside the 30, inside the 20. And down at the 18-yard line. Good work from Van and The wind at his back. Helpful that time. Yep, no doubt about it. And, and a good move to uh... 47 on the punt. I have another pen, Mike. That's okay. okay I, I don't even see where it went. Oh, there. I dropped the pen, but we're good. We'll keep the stat sheet going here with 7.54 to play here in the third. Try to keep you posted on other scores here as well. But the Panthers pinned back at their own 18-yard line here. Went four and out on their opening drive of this half. Austin Conner checks in as a wing to the right. Barlow is your fullback, and he takes it on first down. He's got first down yardage and more. Bounces out to the left, 30, 35, pulling away at the 40. Midfield, Chase Barlow down the far sideline, running out of gas, but gets another block, cuts out to his right, still on his feet. Barlow bangs his way inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line. 65 on the run.
0: That was a terrific
1: run. That was just terrific. Wow. Incredible. Barlow now. I'm out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) Up to 11 carries for
4: 171 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. You know, we do have a special
0: place where we list, you know, uh, running backs who gain 200 or more yards per
1: game. Maybe this will be his night. 7-24 7-24 and counting to play here in the third quarter. Panthers in the red zone again at the 18, first and 10. Given a whistle f- uh, because pre- the chains
4: there. weren't set on the far side. So- okay. Oh, no. no they get a false start? False start in there. Mm-hmm. But Panthers- the chains were not set on the far side of the field when
1: they snapped that ball. Panthers are uh, guilty of more penalties than coaching staff would, would like, and more than what they're used to tonight. This turns it into first and 15. And again, in a spot where the last couple of possessions, Radner's defense has tightened down yes. here. You don't want to put yourself in passing situations, well, into they, a wind here. They tighten that box down very
0: effectively, and it, it's, it's tough to block. I mean, there's just too many bodies to try to get.
1: You rely on your running backs to kind of break open someplace. All right, first and 15 now, back at the twenty-two. For 23, gives to Barlow off the left side, following Ben Faribault and friends, but again, it's Falcone shooting through and making another stop. Good work there to drop him at the 21. So not much going right there for Chase. Uh, we talked again to Jack McCaffrey at uh, halftime, and one other Jack who's listening. My nephew apparently is listening up in uh, Collegeville future Perk Valley player maybe someday. Raise know. your hand so we can see you. Yep, <laughs> We'll wave to you, Jack. All right, second down and 14 for the Panthers here. Wing to the left and now shifting to the backfield into a T formation here is Schuler. They fake it to Barlow and keep it himself and now a quick float to oh. the near side in and out of the hands of Fuscus incomplete. Nice little uh, option look. Dump it to the flat for Fuscus who couldn't squeeze it at the 20.
0: I'm not too sure how much room he had to run. Of course, with
1: him, you never know. He can break yeah. a tackle and be gone. Brings up third and 14 now. So the Panthers need to come up with something here. They've certainly got the personnel
4: to get 14 yards on two plays.
0: Well, we've seen that happen often enough. But on this field, it, you know, with the weather and everything else, I, I think they're having, you know, they got to be careful about the way they're going to, you know, lead off a feed and and cut. And, you know, it's, it's tough
1: sledding out there. Two tight ends, third and 14 now from the 21. Milligan under center. Barlow's your fullback, and he has it. Straight up the middle he goes, carries a tackler for a few more, but still dropped at about the 16, brings up fourth and maybe eight or so. We'll see. See where they put it down. So Barlow. It's like the spot is at the 16, so fourth and eight or nine. Clock continues to melt here. 5.45 and counting to play here in the third. Strathaven leading 19-7, looking for more, but need a big play on fourth down. Radner's been up to the task so far tonight. Two tight ends again. Motion man is Austin Conner. They play fake. Back to pass is Milligan. Looking, he floats for the end zone. Has a man out there. It is complete for a touchdown to Matt (laughs) Schuler. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, he dropped it. He couldn't squeeze it. Oh, the Panthers had a golden opportunity there, and he couldn't squeeze it. All right. Well, good play call. Yep. Had, uh Shuler behind the defense. Pass was in the neighborhood, but wet football not doing any receivers any favors tonight. Milligan 0 for 2 throwing it on that drive. There's the first two passes of the night, both in the hands of receivers. And, and, and we've seen the same thing from Radner Wallen, just one of five throwing it. And the other thing it does is, you know, the rain's blowing in your face, it's dripping yeah. off your helmet. You know, I you may not see that ball so right. effectively either. <laughs> so Radner takes over. They get another fourth down stop. Dodge a bullet there in the end zone, and it's 1st and 10 from their own 16. Wallen with three wide receivers, wing to the right, and a halfback on his left hip. Takes the shotgun snap, give it to Falcone off the right side, nothing doing. Panthers there, closing quickly. Brings up 2nd down and probably 10. they will put it down at the same spot at the 16. Falcone's going to sleep well tonight, you would think. (laughs) Man, he's been in on almost... He probably sleeps well after every (laughs) game. He's a very busy, active guy. Yep, he has been in on seemingly almost every tackle.
3: Every tackle
1: uh, and every carry. And 15 carries. They've run, well, 22 plays. He's carried it 15 times. All right, here we go. Wallen will try again on second and 10 from the 16. Back to pass. As sometimes, steps up, fires deep down that far sideline, has a man out there, but it's intercepted, underthrown, and going the other way is Austin Conner, his second pick of the year, takes it down to the 18-yard line, and Austin Connor takes a badly underthrown football right back into the hands of the Panthers.
0: Well, you know, we talked about throwing ball with the wind, against the wind, and that's just, a, you know, he's throwing it with the wind, but how much oomph do you give it? Otherwise, you're going to throw it 50
1: yards well beyond your receiver. So Connor turns him over. And the Panthers now right back where they started a minute ago, it seems. (laughs) First and ten at the 18-yard line. First turnover of the night for Radner. They have ten in the box again, and this is Barlow off the right side, and he'll lean inside the 15, still driving the pile. And they'll put it down to the 11. Terrific work there from Barlow, taking seven more. Brings up second down and short. 14 carries, 184 yards unofficially for Barlow with two scores. Scored on his first two carries of the night in the first quarter. Got the Panthers off to a 13-0 start. 19-7 is where we stand right now. Four minutes to go here in the third. Milligan turns, talks to his three backs behind him. Left to right, Shuler, Barlow, and Connor. On second and down in three. This is Schuler. A little bit of running room off the right side. Still going to bang his way inside oh. the five. Nice work by Schuler. Second effort down to the one. No. No. Five. No, that's, no, the, one. that's no, the, the, one. the one. That is the oh, one. Oh, there's Tenor. the ten. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, <you're>, I'm sorry. <laughs>
4: they were just outside the ten on that initial snap I'm, on second I, down. To my
1: perception. Forget it. <laughs> No need it, to explain. It's, it's, we're good. It's a little tricky the to cataracts. see sometimes. It's the cataract. <laughs> or the fogged up windows or <laughs> yeah. the driving rain or anything else tonight that's making it tricky. All right. First and goal to go. Chains on the ground on the far sideline as Schuler went for 10. They give it to Barlow in the backfield, and he's going to be dropped for a loss. Good work there. Crashing through. Again, that eight-gap blitz uh, has caused the Panthers' problems a couple times tonight, and they are fortunate to secure the handoff. Second down and goal. They'll put it back to about the maybe three. two or three. I'm it not calling like, out yard lines anymore.
4: Looks <laughs> like they're, they've got it spotted at the three. Okay. I'm trying to judge off the yep. rough on the near sideline. Yep. <laughs> okay. Wherever he's standing, I'll say that's where the ball is.
1: <laughs> Clock continues to tick. 250 and counting to play here in the third. Panthers leading 19-7. This will be Milligan straight up the middle on the quarterback dive, and he is in for the second time tonight. Well, it took him nine weeks to find the end zone and into the 10th week, but Sam Milligan, 57-yard run in the second quarter, here punches it in from the three, and the Panthers lead by three scores. Going to go for two here. They lead it 25-7. Extra point upcoming here. Extra two-point try, rather. So Barlow gets the first two touchdowns of the night. Sam Milligan with the next two. Wing to the left, Matt Schuler. Connor goes in motion. He shifts now as a wing to the right. Schuler into the backfield. They give it to Barlow. Nothing to do. Oh, it's going to be keep. Was that Barlow
3: or uh, was that Milligan
1: keeping it? Yes, that Milligan kept it. All right. Yep. Okay. Milligan on the keeper, no good. Excellent job there by Radner again on the extra point stop. So Panthers, <laughs> not much doing on the extra points, but the rest of it's going pretty well. Leading at twenty-five-seven. Back in just a moment. Radner trying to get something going. When we return on that.
0: This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at HavenFootball.net.
1: Austin Connor with the interception gives the Panthers a short field and Sam Milligan Runs it in for the second time tonight, 25-7. Strathaven on top of Radner with 2.45 to go here in the third. All right, Charlie Shankweiler teeing this kick, and we'll see what they can come up with here. Kicking into the wind, they nearly recovered a little pooch kick from this spot. Earlier in the game here, another high, very short kick. It'll come down to one of the up men and juggled momentarily. And now picking it up and trying to turn up this near side has some running room momentarily. Panthers have to collapse and they do. That's Austin Connor on the stop making uh, something out of nothing. There was, is that number 13? Yeah. Yeah, very good. Okay. Hmm. Brandon Skabla, the junior wide receiver on the return. I'll go ahead and finish the tweet here, Mike. Okay. Ball spotted at the 38-yard line. About 2.36 left on the clock for the third quarter. Panthers
0: are up 25-7, to 7, so, you know, in control. We'll see whether Radnor can anything going here in their last, what will probably be their last series for the third quarter.
1: All right. Here's Wallen. First and 10 From the 37. Four wide receivers, two to either side. He takes the shotgun snap. Looking, looking, has time. Fires out to the right side. Has a man complete on the far sideline. That is first catch of the night for Tommy Deshan, who will take it out to the 49. Gain of 11 and a first down. So, good work by Wallen. What I will say, with the exception of two sacks by Nate Perlman, Wallen's had time to throw it tonight. The offensive line has given him a nice pocket uh, on most of these dropbacks.
4: According to the PA announcer, that was uh, John Belville on the catch.
1: I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a freshman. I have not seen him on the field yet. I think it was 22, who's set up at the same spot here on first and 10 at the 49. He's been their leading receiver this year. Whoop. Ball scramble for it, and it's loose. They drop the jet sweep handoff, still loose. I don't know. They, Bird may have recovered it. The Panthers had the first crack at it, but it squirts away, and I don't know.
0: Yep, third, second down.
1: Second down. Boy, the Panthers would have loved to have that one. Perlman had a chance, couldn't quite squeeze it. And well, it
0: just flew out of his hands for the handoff. I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, the happen. jet sweep
1: handoff to Bird, and it didn't, uh, didn't it go never well. never connected. It didn't go well. So, uh, loss of 10 on the play turns it into second down and 20. So, let's see if we can still finish this Redner's tweet. It's definitely here. hurrying up the, uh, the offensive line here. All right, three receivers to the right, one to the left. Falcone in the backfield with Wallen. On second down and 20. From their own 39, wind at their back, give it to Falcone. Looks for running room and doesn't find much. Spins his way across the 40 to the 41. Did well to just get those two. Right into the arms of Nate Perlman there. Perlman's been absolutely fantastic this season. He's uh, had an inspired performance last week in uh, in the win against Lower Marion and has not,
3: well, picked he's up where he left tonight. off again.
1: To very good tonight. He's two sacks. In the, in the weight room. He's, he's the strongest of the Panthers, and he's uh, showing it from that defensive end spot most of the season. All right, third and 18 from the 41. Two receivers to either side for Jude Wallen. Takes the shotgun snap. Looks, looks. Back over the middle. Shallow cross Ooh. incomplete. Behind his intended receiver there, Matt Brown. Yeah. And down to fourth and long, the
0: punt team comes on. He was open and would have had some running room. I'm not sure he would have made the first. I think he had some coverage there, but still just thrown behind him and uh, like everything else
1: tonight, it's just tough going. All right. So Van Dusen on to punt it away. Matt Schuler and Aiden Sutherland stand deep at the 30. Long snapping, knock on wood, has been good for both teams. And Oops. sorry, that one's rolled back. Here's the Carroll curse, and still loose. Scramble for it, Van Dusen trying to get on it. Mason Green on his back, and the Panthers are on it all the way inside the fifteen. I did not mean to speak that into existence, say, for Radner. You, you, I'm sorry.
0: You, it is your fault. I would I, that I, if I they just, marched into this booth and
1: yell at you, I'd understand. Explain that. what what I see and not what I <laughs> might surmise from now on. First and goal for the Panthers. Sorry, first and ten. All the way down to the 15-yard line as the punt snap rolled back to Van Dusen and then trying to pick up a wet ball on this turf yeah, tonight is a kicker tried
0: tough. to do something, anything, just to kick it away, but it just kept slipping out of his hand.
1: It's first and 10 from the 15. Yep. All right, here we go. Milligan rolling to his right. Looking, looking, has time, has a man out there. He's going to have to keep it himself. T- cuts it back inside the 10, <laughs> inside the 5, and down to the 1. Had some people open but also had people in his face and and I think he's <laughs> trying to make, it,
0: make a point this this game with scoring.
1: Well, <laughs> maybe. But uh, that was again good pressure on the rollout there and Milligan picks up f- 14 if they put it down at the 1. got to really make yeah. up the coach, because I'm, I'm sure Milligan's back. To, Come on, quarterback sneak again. Quarterback sneak. <laughs> I doubt it. He's not uh, typically no, I that guy.
0: I am, I am just making it Yeah, joke.
1: But here we are. First and goal from the 1. Matt Shuler in the backfield with Barlow as the fullback. Wing to the right is Austin Conner. Gives to Shuler. Looking for room off the right side. He is in for the touchdown, Panthers. On the board again here in the third. Matt Schuler's first score of the night. Now lead at 31-7, extra point pending. Right at the end of the third quarter,
3: too. Yep. Still Four seconds
1: gonna... to go. Schuler's 10th rushing touchdown of the season. He's scored three times through the air this year, twice on interception returns. He's done a little bit of everything. And here's Milligan to bring in yet another two-point play here. Panthers 0-3 for on two-point conversions tonight. But they will try it again here with just four seconds to play here in the third quarter. We'll uh, keep it right here after the conversion try. They drive the pile forward and are in for two. Milligan takes it in himself this time, 33-7 Strathaven. So we will take a... Yeah, you know what? We'll keep it right here. If you guys want to chat, I'll try to update uh, Twitter and see what else we can find out. Yeah, from we'll schools. keep it right here. We're the Haver... have kickoff and then the uh, the, cha- the quarter change. So.
4: Haverford does finish off the win at Academy of Palumbo, fifty five nothing. That boy. should be them into the Districts One Six A tournament as the sixteen seed.
1: Ooh, okay. So they would play. They would play Garnet be a tough Valley, game. yeah. Sixteen, maybe. Yeah. CB South might fall to sixteen. They're gonna. There's still a few games that could change that. It's it's possible that Haverford even gets a fifteen, but I think it's more likely that you're right. Sixteen. All right. And let's see, twenty three
4: minutes into halftime, over where Matt DeGeorge is, <laughs> I believe he's at the. Okay, we got a kickoff right,
1: Springfield-Pencrest game. All right, here we go. Shankweiler on to kick it away. High, short, end-over-end kick. It'll come down at the 25-yard line to one of the up men again. A little bit of running room, and Schuler rings him down at the 41-yard line. And Radner on the final play of the third quarter. We'll get to switch sides and work into the wind as we start the fourth. Panthers 33, Raptors 7. Be back in just a moment. Glad to join us live on the archive on HavenFootball.net.
0: The Swarthmorean Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmorean was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmorean every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net.
1: Welcome back. Fourth quarter action underway here. First down carry for Damian Falcone takes it to the Panther 45. So gain of five on the play brings up second down and five. Brian Carroll bringing play by play. Mike Mayer on the engineering color commentary and everything else on havenfootball.net in between all these games. Andrew Kaufman helping with the stats and spotting tonight. We'll see Pete Fulgenetti in person for the first round of the playoffs next week. Four wide receivers, two to either side. Jude Wallen on second down and five in the shotgun again. He takes the snap, looking out to his left, fires that way, back across the middle and juggled an incomplete, nearly intercepted. Bobby Fuskas got both hands on it and uh, would have loved all that green turf in front of him.
0: Yep, Uh, listen, a correction real quick. Andrew Kaufman does not help with the stats. Andrew Kaufman is the stats. Okay, (laughs) there you go. (laughs)
1: All right, second, sorry, third down and five now from the 45. Still trying to keep you up to date on a few other scores here, but getting a lot of Lehigh Valley stuff and mid-state stuff, which is all fun, and I love it, but trying to stay closer to home for playoff seeding reasons at the moment. Here we go, three wide receivers, two to the right, one to the left. Wing to the left is Murphy, and they follow him that to, back Ooh. to this near side. Excellent lead block from Murphy. And Falcone down the near sideline, pulling away until he's dragged down by Ethan Barrar at the Panther 31-yard line. Nice work there by the lead blocker. Just a pancake on this near Absolutely. side. CJ Murphy. Just sprung him. Unloaded. Yep. So down to the – they'll put it down on the 31. Nice work there. Actually, they're going to put it down at – looks like at the 32. Okay, good. So give him 23 on that last carry. Falcone over the century mark now. For 120 on 17 carries unofficially. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Murphy wing to the left, Falcone in the backfield with Jude Wallen in the gun. Give us to Falcone off the left side, Ethan Barrar there to meet him quickly. Fuscus in the neighborhood as well, so maybe a yard that time and second and nine upcoming. They will give him the yard there. Down to the
4: thirty-one.
1: Trying to keep you updated with.
0: It's amazing you can type as fast as you type and still stay keep your head in this game.
1: Who me? Yeah, I'm not typing right now. Oh, I thought. Well, Uh, you're uh, always just looking at other scores. Yeah, but I'm watching. I can hardly be distracted when (laughs) I eat breakfast. (laughs) I know how many (laughs) seconds I I got. I have between plays here. Two receivers to either side. wallen in the gun. Falcone. In front of him, back to pass. He wants it all down the near seam. Here it is. Complete. Deshaun down the seam, and he is down at the one. A.J. Glavichuk wrestles him down. A 30 and three-quarters yard gain. They're going to put it down inches from the goal line. Tommy Deshaun's second catch of the evening. I I guess the wind is not blowing much from that direction. That's That's the greatest success I've had in the year so far. It is. Terrific throw. Gain of 30 on the play. And it's first and goal to go for Radner. They break the huddle quickly. Wing to the left. Falcone in the backfield with Wallen. Two receivers to the left as well. They give it to Falcone, following Murphy, and the Panthers were ready for it that time. Barrar and big Jason Williams squash him back at the uh, two. Loss of a yard on the play. Panthers were ready for that one as they saw it up close last time. Wallen, I have him as... I've got three out of of 10. I might be short a couple there. Three out of 10 for 46 yards and an interception on the night, but he's got them ready to go here with two receivers to either side on second and goal from the two sends to Shannon motion to the left, looking to his left has time rolling to his right, comes back this way, looking for the tight end, terrific play swatting it away. By Aiden Sutherland on Murphy, who was standing a couple yards deep in the end zone. And good just work waiting by, for the ball. Good work there by Aiden Sutherland. Yep. And Murphy at you know, 6'2", 230. That's that's a big target there to get around. And,
0: and and Sutherland did exactly what he had to. He stepped in front of him and just swatted the ball away. That was a great play.
1: Radner will try it again from the two. Third and goal. Panther defense trying to return a couple of f- favors here as... Uh, Radner has stopped Strathaven a couple times now inside the 20. Here, Radner needs six feet. Third and goal from the two. Wallen takes the shotgun snap. In, he's under heavy pressure, and down he goes! Faked inside. The play took a little too long to develop, and Mason Green into the backfield. Backfield. With Ben Farabaugh to squash him back at the nine-yard line. And now you're looking at fourth and goal from the nine. Third sack of the night for the Panther defense.
0: Wow, that was quite quite a defensive play.
4: I've got Wallen, three of 11 for 46
1: yards and the one interception. All right. That's where we are. Yep, we're right on the money here with that. All right, fourth down and goal to go from the nine. Radner. Trying to get another one on the board with 8-10 to play here in regulation. Two receivers to either side. Takes a shotgun snap. Panthers blitz up the middle. He steps up, has a hole momentarily, and they've got him again. Down goes Wallen back at the 11. Mason Green with sacks on consecutive plays. The two defensive ends tonight. Perlman in the first half and Green now in the second half. Meet me at the quarterback, and both have two sacks to their credit.
0: Wow. That was a great defensive series. Yeah, and I I thought Radner called some nice plays. I mean Right.
1: Yes.
4: Yeah, you so. know,
0: that was, that was playing to their strength and uh I think Got they were just overwhelmed a, by s- Haven.
4: Seventeen, a loss of eight on that sack.
1: All right. Here we go. Panthers trying to tilt the field here. Here They'll start at their own twelve. The 12, my bad. Under center is Milligan. Turn and the give is to Barlow off the right side. He'll drive the pile, just puts his head down and goes. He's across the 20 out uh-uh, to the 24. They said a and is there a fumble? F- is he down Radner's... first? Radler thinks they have it.
4: The officials claiming they have it. The officials okay. signal
1: nope. first down Strathaven. First down, he was okay. down first. Okay. All right, out to the 24, I guess. They're going to move the chains. So 12 more for Barlow. Ball's at the 23. All right. Milligan jogs in the play. Clock stopped momentarily till they reset the chains, and then it will get going as we're inside of eight minutes to play here in the fourth. Panthers lead at 33-7 and looking for more. Milligan to Schuler, Room off the right side, now straight up the middle. He cuts it back to that left, and looks like he has 10 and a first down. Nice work by Schuler. Maybe a little short. We'll see. It'll no, bring it. move the okay, chains. Move okay. Give him ten more. Matt Schuler, eight carries for 53 and a score. Panthers, again, excellent balance between the three running backs and Sam Milligan. All of their yardage on the ground. Not unusual. They've done it the last time they were here at uh, Conestoga. All right, here we go. Give inside. This is Barlow straight up the middle. And he's got himself near first down yardage again across the 40. Give him I think it's going to be just a little bit shy. Not to the 42. Barlow might be over that 200-yard mark here. I've got him 17 for 201. Yep. Got to put a
0: stat in there. That's great.
1: (laughs) I've
0: been been waiting for a 200-yard gain because we've had so many good running backs this year. But... It's like Clancy just backs off a little bit, and they don't quite get that extra twenty yards. Well, they all share it. They all share it so evenly.
1: (laughs) You can't really get anybody to two hundred. Second and one. This is Matt Schuler. Dances to the right side, cuts back to his left, has the first down across the forty-five out to the forty-eight. So six more for Schuler and Uh, and Panther uh, offensive line is really just uh, starting to wear on the. Radner defense. And here. I
0: can assure you, Coach Clancy has no idea what the total yardage is for no. each one of his players. No,
1: he could not uh, care less about the right stats. Enough. Or that last week he became Southeastern Pennsylvania's right. all time winningest coach at 327. He called in a radio show a couple weeks ago on uh, WPHT and he's, they said, Well, how many wins are you up to? He said, I don't know. I got 300. Well, that was back in 2017. <laughs> there we go. First and ten, this is Austin Conner. Room off the left side across the midfield stripe down to the 46. So six for Austin Conner on his first carry of the night. He's done yeoman's work as a, a blocking back for most of the evening. But when they mix it in, he's it's another guy who's averaging almost six yards per carry. And guess who? Damian Falcone in on the tackle. Yes. Oh, my goodness. What do you have him up to? He's... I,
4: I've got him for seven tackles right now though if i was able
1: to check Phil, i'm sure he'd have uh, yeah quite a few more all right here we go second and four from the Radnor 46 Panthers looking for more here Schuler room off the right side he's going to bounce his way across the 40 and first down yardage to the 37 nine more for Matt Schuler that's another guy who's been you know comes in averaging over 9 yards a carry it's mm-hmm. uh, Just been impressive, and we can't say enough about this offensive line and the two tight ends. They've not used a split end at all tonight, so Aiden Sutherland, uh, who's been your leading pass catcher, has not really seen the field on offense. He stayed busy enough at free safety, of course, but first and ten for the Panthers at 37. Gives to Austin Conner off the left side. He'll spin his way inside the 35 to the 34. This brings up second down and seven. So we mentioned earlier, Radnor will move on next week to play Lower Marion in uh, their annual tilt with the Aces. That should be a good one. uh, Both teams, unfortunately, with some significant injuries, have uh, put some guys out of position and they're lacking some depth, but that should be what I think should be a very competitive game next week. Strathaven, we will know more about their first-round playoff opponent probably sometime tomorrow. Here we go. Give on second down and seven is to Barlow off the right side. He'll get a couple more down to the 31. Ane of maybe three. And for Coach Clancy and friends on a very wet, windy sideline, most importantly, just keep the clock moving. And the rain is now starting to pick up, of course. Of, <laughs> of course, course it is. we're going to put <laughs> our stuff away, and we're going to walk to our car, which it kind Conestoga of is
0: like eight miles away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well... There are worse places to be. I'm going to call Uber. <laughs> here we go. Third and four. Milligan on a keeper. Straight up the middle here, trying to move the chains, and I, yes. I think he did. It. Give Milligan five more. Believe it or not, he's up near 100 yards rushing. We're going to have to total this up, but the Panthers well over 400 yards. I've got them for 442. Milligan's got 89
4: yards and the two touchdowns on nine carries. Hmm.
1: Inside of four minutes to play here in regulation, Milligan jogs in the play. The Panthers leading at 33-7. They'll snap it here from the far hash at the 27-yard line. Wing to the right is Austin Conner. They give it to Barlow, the fullback, across the third 25, down to the 24. So, again, that for sure puts them over the 200-yard mark. It's a uh, yard's... In smaller chunks here. So, again, good fight here from the Radnor defense. And nothing, not a surprise at all from a Tom Ryan coached team. These guys battle. And their last win over Strathaven came back in 2015. But there have been some really tight ones since then. Here we go with Matt Schuller off the right side. And he loses his footing because he... Trips over the 20-yard line, gain of three more, and brings up fourth down and maybe two. You know, if I was
0: watching this game without seeing the scoring plays, I, would, I think I'd be surprised to see this, this Haven lead to be so high. I, it, it, Radner is playing a better game than the score reflects, I yeah.
1: think. Yep. A couple of short fields in the second half with uh, the interception by Connor right. and then the punt snap that uh, rolled back near the 15-yard line is really a big difference. All right, fourth and short. This is Barlow. Bounces off one tackle, and he'll lunge across the 20 and pick up that first down, I believe, to the 17. Needed a few and picks up maybe three or four, and that will move the chains. And getting close now to Panthers maybe taking a knee as we're yeah. inside of 230 to go. And the, and the goal line
0: stands for the Panthers on defense, which was just a terrific series of plays. Radner did everything they could to try
1: to get the ball into the end zone, and it just, they were stymied. All right. two fifteen and counting to play here in the fourth. First and 10, Strathhaven From the Radner. 17, motion man is Matt Schuler. Takes the handoff off the right side, not much doing. Dances away from one man, two men, and still <laughs> almost broke it. Took the fourth man to get him. That's a lot of movement for a loss of a half yard. But, uh, again, good work there from the Radner defense. They, they are battling. Second down and 11, we'll call it, as they put it down at the...
4: 19, loss of 2 on the play, second and 12.
1: Clock ticks 140 and counting to play here in the third, sorry, fourth quarter. Panthers still probably need to run a couple more plays here. Wing T look again. Milligan turns, takes a knee, and that... Uh, Believe it or not, they may have to hand the ball back to Radner here, but Coach Clancy said, yeah, enough's enough. We don't need anybody else getting tackled here tonight. With a 33-7 lead and a 9-1 record leading into next Friday night's playoffs. That's uh, one heck of a run here through the regular season for the Panthers. No doubt about it. People were excited over the spring and summer saying, hey, this team could be really tough. They're bringing back the entire offensive line, experience uh, in the backfield, certainly, and... uh, It has been a lot of fun. Other than a lopsided loss to Garnet Valley, it's been uh, pretty clear sailing thus far through the Central League. Milligan takes a snap, takes a knee. Clock continues to melt. 35 seconds, 34 seconds. It is fourth down, and I don't know that anybody's interested in spotting the ball here. That should be. Everybody's going to make their way to midfield, shake hands, and call it a night. Strathhaven 33, Radnor 7. We'll be back for a short wrap up. Glad you're joining us live on the archive. Panthers are playoff bound. We'll be back to talk about that in a moment on havenfootball.net.
0: Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: Strathhaven 33, Radnor 7, their second very successful trip here to Teamer Field in, uh, in this regular season. They knocked off Conestoga here by a couple of touchdowns uh, a few weeks back and uh, took an extra shot here at the field with Radnor hosting tonight. And, uh, Mike, it's, again, a miserable night to try to throw the football. Panthers couldn't get much of anything going. Couple passes on target, just not uh, yep. caught. But, um, you know, when something's working in the run game and you have a strong offensive line, this is a team that uh, is ready for all types of weather over the next, we hope, several weeks in the playoffs.
0: And let's hope we don't have to deal with all sorts of weather. I mean, for playoffs, we will make, you know, the league tends to make a better effort to try to find a decent day by moving it to a Saturday. But, of course, they are restricted. They have to get these games in every week to. to uh, you know, get through the, um, the, the, uh, series. So, you know, yeah, but you're right. I mean, here is an absolute adverse type of night, bad weather, bad wind, Of course, it does suit Haven better because they're a ground game. They can play a game without passing, as we've seen them do, uh, even in nice weather. But, yeah, very, very impressive, very consistent from week to week, and that's with the exception of when they were really ground to a halt by Garner Valley, which was just a matter of playing a superior team to them, and as they are to everybody in the Central League is the Garner Valley. So, you know, it's been a very impressive season so far, and I I suspect we'll have some nice success in the district playoffs, whether we win the district playoffs is a whole nother issue, but I think we'll see some nice success over the next four weeks that that's going to be taking place.
1: All right, so speaking of the playoffs, what we do know for next week is Strathhaven will be at home, yes, so they will finish with a number two or number three seed i 'm going to go home and crunch some numbers and try to find some more scores, uh, but it'll be uh, later tonight that we'll get probably a better idea of it it won't be till late tomorrow night that we know for sure um, and and probably Sunday is when they will officially post it but uh, Kyle Berger, uh, who compiles the points for uh, District One. He and I have been in touch for weeks now. Uh, he is a great help. Uh, well, great help to each other. I, I, I like to think as we've talked through a, a number of different scenarios. But he's uh, he's on top of it. And you can tune in to WPHT at ten o'clock tonight, from ten to midnight. They'll be talking about six a five a playoffs as best they can on the scoreboard show with Kevin Cooney and Jeff Nolan. And uh, you know we'll hear from Kyle tonight on the radio as well. Andrew, you raised your hand, you're trying Um, to give me another score update. A couple of
4: updates, twenty two nothing Springfield over Pencrest, Garnet Valley is ahead as we'd expect. Thirty one to seven. Shanahan leads Chichester 34-0.
1: Okay, that's trouble for Chichester, I think. But we will see. There's still more games to be played uh, tomorrow and maybe even into Monday. Uh, There are a few games as well that have been rescheduled. So we'll see about all that. What we do know is that we will be on the air 645. We expect uh, for a 7 o'clock kickoff at George L. King Field next Friday night. So thrilled to have you tonight. Thanks again to Jack McCaffrey at the Daily Times uh, for a lot of uh, insight and, and help here during the broadcast. And uh, Pete Fulgenetti, we'll see you again next week. Andrew Kaufman, great job with the stats, of course. And Mike Mayer, going to do everything we can this weekend to get stats. And, uh, well, we'll see about video. Play the game, maybe. We'll have to see. There was some, uh, you know, rain and wind that uh, maybe disrupted the game film, but we'll do the best we can with a 33-7 victory over Radnor tonight. So stick with us uh, over the next few days. We'll be back on the air. Friday night at George L. King Field. Strath Haven 33. Radner 7. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And great football.
0: This internet broadcast has been a production of Havenfootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening and good
3: night.